during the life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by Movement, Nature Box, and CISO. Thanks to those guys for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. Brandon, you're pretending to type. I'm not pretending. I'm typing right now. That's oh. Brandon. I'm Blaine. And I'm Gus. Uh, yeah, we have a new... Oh, oh. I, I thought you got hit by a car. Everything's so different. Uh, Sleek now. I should I should mention right now at the top of the show, um, if you go, you know, Bernie and you are doing that GoFundMe for the yeah. Special Olympics. And while we're broadcasting live tonight, if you donate to the GoFundMe, Bernie's matching uh, funds for it. So if you want to increase your power to help uh, send people to Special Olympics, go visit the URL. Uh, should be on the in the stream right now. And uh, only while we're live right now is he going to be matching up to $5,000 worth. So not forever? Not forever. Not in Not if you're watching this on YouTube, it's not live. Did you know you can watch this podcast live every Monday evening if you remember Rooster Teeth first? Just check out the link in the description below. Smooth. Wink. Smooth. See? Fucking got them all out of the way. Not a Tesla owner. What's that shit about? You should line your head so, head like so that the car, the car crashes me. into your head. I didn't even know that was coming. I was what was that? This is fancy. Yeah, it's fucking Bernie probably showing up. He probably asked broadcast to... Rubbing the fact that I don't own a Tesla. <laughs> Got you. Yeah, fucking zing. You have a deposit down, though, when they come out in, like, 30 years. Supposedly, they're going to come out on time, the Maltese. They said they've already started test production, and they're going to enter mass production by September. Do you think that's really the business they want to be in, or making batteries? Why not both? Can I make yeah, a prediction for when I mean, like, really, like, the... Are we, are we going to do predictions for yeah. when I get the car? I, oh, thanks a bunch. Thanks. I think you will get your Tesla in... April of 2019. I think uh, if I had to guess, my guess is gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm very optimistic. March 2018. Bugger. By this year, in 12 months, I'll have it. Wow. I was gonna say 2021, but I'll <laughs> just go with 2020. Just cause I, y'all are pessimists. I'm not, I mean, it's, you know, they got a lot of stuff going on. They got rockets going up. I saw their exploding. SUV. It just looks like a fatter version of their car. Yeah, this is built on the same uh, frame. It looks like me when I eat pizza, like before and after on Sundays. It's just like. Do you notice the difference between you based on what you've eaten? Yeah. So if you saw a picture of you, you could say, "Oh, I had a pizza." Oh. Right after that. Well, it depends on how tight the shirt would be. <laughs> God. But yeah, like I could recognize a Chipotle belly. You do own <laughs> shirts that are tight enough that you could tell. Yeah. Yeah, I wore one last night when I went to. Uh, what was that movie called? Atomic Blonde. South by. You guys been doing any South by shit? Great, good conversation. No, is it? I haven't. Yeah, we were there together. I, th oh, I, yeah. I felt like I didn't have to answer because you sat next to me. I was in sitting the movie. next to you, I totally forgot. I'm so sorry. I'm not very memorable, Gus. <laughs> is it possible to get a shirt that's custom designed to make me look a little skinnier? Like, of get rid of my gut. Uh, like, imagine if, you could wear like Spanx. Well, imagine like okay, so like vertical lines, except when it gets to about right here with the gut. <laughs> Whereas you naturally expand, have the lines slanted in. So then it would be like, An the illusion. design would be like this, but when you wear it, it would be like that. <laughs> yeah. No, that when you wear it, it would be straight, but yeah. the design would That's be like. That's what he said. Oh, no, he said it would be like that. Like he had his hand. No, they were like but this. You weren't looking at that right direction my hand signals. See, it's the same kind of optical illusion. So yeah, they get <laughs> no. thinner. It's already working. It's like the, like the uh, castle, uh, Disney castle. Exactly like that. Ooh. Oh, Cinderella's the one that's castle? supposed to look bigger yeah, than it is? in Orlando. They do like forced perspective on it or something. Yeah, because they don't want planes to crash in it. So there is a limit to how tall the uh, castle can be. So they make the top of it like uh, more narrow to create that. Oh, really? I want to drink yeah. some of this green beer. I was assuming it was because it was built on swampland. What's with the green beer? I think it's because uh, St. Patrick's Day is later this week. Oh. 
Is it? Do you do you trust? Hey, you don't like distrust what are those like globs of scum colored like, liquid. Look at that. That's like scum float. Oh, that's that's just, ugh. oh that's some chunky stuff came out of the picture. Do we have a sieve? Do we have a strainer? I'm really hoping you drink it and no. then you smile and your mouth is just no, I'm not. How much for you to eat a handful of beer scum? <laughs> no. How much you enough? got? In my wallet, nothing. No. <laughs> well, that's not enough, is it? Do you you don't mistrust like just weird like things that are naturally a different color? Uh, the, the, I broadcast made it, and they know what a weirdo I am about uh, stuff. So I, I assume that they took that my special needs into into concern. What are your They're, special needs? Uh, I like everything washed very thoroughly before I use it. Mm. I once got a, a sore throat, and I accused Patrick of not having washed a glass, but he claims he did. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand why dishwashers have multiple cleaning settings. Like, why don't you just automatically do the like sanitize, Real like clean. burn this? Yeah, bur yeah. melt it. And like completely. Well, I think it's to do with the amount of stuff you put in there. No. It yeah. could also do with the material of the stuff that you put in there, like plastic versus metals. Oh, that's a great point. So, do you see there was a. <laughs> We're talking about what you put in your fucking dishwasher. Great conversation. There was a city, <laughs> there's a city in Canada. You're too rich to own There is? That's the first time I've seen Finish it. So, we're just talking about like weird, like weird <laughs> colored stuff. <laughs> And like trusting it or being, you know, skeptical. There's a city in Canada where all of the water in the city, like the tap water, just became pink. pink? And people started like getting freaked out about it. And the city was like, no, 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 don't worry about it. Just keep on going. Just trust us. Everything's okay. But it's like, that's the weirdest thing. Like, could you imagine like getting up in the morning? Oh my God. You take a shower and it's just like nothing but. What like, was it? Huh? That's like something out of Batman, like no, jo like Joker put something in the fucking <laughs> city reservoir. The city planner was like, we're going to raise awareness on cancer by giving cancer. Yeah. So we're just going to cancer. What was it? It looks like someone threw pain. a giant bath bomb in oh. the, uh, the reservoir. Brandon, you're not I'm answering me. What I'm was it? What? You brought the story right, yeah, up. So did they, right, did so they catch the, the city says yeah, they're you're looking it up. Exactly you're just like, you're not acknowledging that I'm asking you a question. I was just waiting for you guys to finish. I didn't want to just interrupt you. I kept saying, Brandon, what is it? valve may have... Uh, may have struck, allowing the potassium. Oh fuck me! Uh, Permanent, <laughs> permanent in it. Pomegranate. Pomegranate. Thank <laughs> you. To get fuck. Oh, that explains the color. Let's. No, it's not, I read it. It's not pomegranate. It. Yeah. Uh, permanent. Let, uh, hold on. You got it right. Look. What is it? Uh, to be able to get into our sump reservoir and thereby into the town's water distribution system. Potassium what? <laughs> potassium pomegranate. Potassium pomegranate. Let me look at it. Your favorite Sunny D flavor. Just read it. Just read the syllables. Just, uh, yeah, I mean. Oh my God. God, you are a train wreck, Brandon. <laughs> Where is it? Potassium. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help. I'm trying to contribute. What was it? Permanganate. Oh. Oh, of course. Did you yeah, just said that. that. Permanganate. Did you yeah. learn when you learned how to read, little Brandon? Yeah. When you learned how to read, did you learn like using uh, phonics or did you learn sight words? Uh, just sight words. Oh, that explains why you can't fucking read then. Yep. Yeah, just be like, you know, pardon, I mean, it's just, it's like, right. yeah, pronunciation just doesn't make, yep. I just think that, and I was a horrible speller. I think learning that way is awful, because then is. when you encounter words you don't know, you don't know how to fucking say them. Yep. Sight words. They, they, it's basically memorization. You start learning lists of words. Oh, that's that way, wrong. Right. So instead of like being able to read something phonetically, you can only say things if you have experience with that word already. Well, it's why, like, it's the way, it's the way, it's the way I think most people are taught now. That's really bad. Yeah. Well, there's. Why not just learn the letters and then learn how to read? It's like, yeah. There's so many exceptions though. Like, there's certain languages where you just have like characters. Like, I think Arabic, you'd have like shoo shoo shoo, and you know that shoo, represents shoo, shoo. a sound. What does shoo 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 mean? 
and I'm, I don't speak Arabic. <laughs> I, I don't speak Persian either. I'm, a, I'm half Persian. I know nothing about the culture. You must not say hello. Um, it's not Ola. Hudafes <laughs> is goodbye. Hudafes is goodbye. So you know how to say uh, goodbye ballet, but not hello? Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I don't know how to say uh, hello. Ballet is yes. Do your parents speak it? Um, my dad speaks it with his friends, but you know my mom. <laughs> about not, you, yeah, I was just talking say, shit about Brandon. My mom's uh, you know, she's the white, so we didn't speak it growing up in my house. Hmm. How's your and mom? And even my dad and his friends, they speak. Uh, it's kind of like Spanglish. You hear that term? They just speak a mix between English and Persian. Hmm. How is your mom? Uh, she's doing good. You met her at my wedding. You were dancing with her for a while. Lovely lady. Good yeah. lord. <laughs> at one point, it was me, Chris. And Josh she were like doing this number around your mom, and we're like, Brandon. And you looked over and we're like, Yeah, I saw that. I was like, All right, funny, moving on. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that happen. Not gonna, not gonna. She that's was so nice. That's when I I spilled beer on Gus and he left my wedding. And I felt it wasn't so bad. beer, it was vodka. I'm, I feel so proud. to be fair. If you're gonna spill anything on Gus, it might as well be vodka. Yeah, yeah it's clear. why'd you leave so early and you didn't say goodbye? Uh, I'll tell you off podcast. Oh, I'm imagining it's someone got, he shit his pants. Yeah, I shit my pants. That's exactly what happened. He didn't shit his pants. I was excited. I was like, we have like free alcohol. Gus is going to have alcohol all night. Gus is going to have a good time. Because I was so surprised that you. you I was there. I know. I went. I went to Mexico. I was very happy. I I wanted you to be like completely, I wanted you to be like, I had a good time. I did have a good time. I finally got the the wedding favor. (laughs) I know. And uh, it was, I think we talked about it. A lot of times at weddings, um, people will get a like a first aid kit. Basically, it'll have stuff like a hangover powder. I think um, we put uh, phone chargers in it because I was like, Still use "Paula, them. we need the rooster. Rooster people need their phones, or they're gonna leave." And <laughs> I put it inside replica um, uh, Fallout, Fallout lunch yeah. boxes. Yeah. And I was like, I think most people will like this, but I was like, I think Gus is really, really gonna appreciate it. But at the hotel, they put his first name. And Gus or Gustavo, there was a lot of people at the hotel that had the same name. So they Ooh. just gave it to some like random person. And I was like, the satisfaction was just like ripped away from me because I was like, the only person that's going to really like this is Gus. So then Paula's like- mom, after the fact, went to that hotel and made them track it down. Wow. And it was, it was, well, from my perspective, it was really confusing because the itinerary for the wedding, for everything that's going on, was in that lunchbox. So since I never had it, I was like, well, I'm in Mexico. I don't know what time or where <laughs> anything is. <laughs> I was like texting other people like, hey. I feel like you wedding? designed a lot of your wedding around whether Gus would like it or not. I had very little to do with the wedding. Mm. And the stuff that I asked for, I did not get. I'm not going to complain. I'm just saying I really had, like, I really wanted casino tables. And they told me that they were going to get them. And they were looking into it up until a week before the wedding. And at this point, I'm just like, you're not really getting it. And they're like, no. And I was like, <laughs> Fair enough, but it was a great, a great thing. But I, I was not very actively involved in that planning. It was amazing. But Brandon, the other day, the other day, Brandon asked me what stamps I had on my invitation. What's that mean? Like the the postal stamps? Oh yeah. On the in the envelope that he mailed to me, he's like, "Which stamps did you get?" I was like, "Uh, Star Wars ones." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which ones? I was like. I don't remember. There were tears. Because <laughs> I was like, all right, this I only have so many of these Star Wars stamps, and they were vintage, so I had to put a shitload of them. And they were like big cards, so I had to put even more. And so I was like looking at each person and which ones would they like. Like Josh Flanagan, 
I put um, Chewbacca because he's a hairy fuck. No, no, Mace. Um, <laughs> um, Mace Windu. No, no, oh, sorry. Well, who's the bad guy from The Apprentice in Phantom Menace? Donald Trump. Trump. Oh. Darth Maul, yeah, because he hates Phantom Menace. I was like, I put that on there. And I'm like, he'll really like it. You give me both of it. Yeah, I put all this effort, and no one gave a shit. No, Nobody I did. I cared. Yeah, I commented it. on it. Did you really? Yeah, at the time. Oh, thank you. Like to yourself, not I'm to Brandon. You're like, oh, uh, Darth Vader. To RSVP. I'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> it's like your, <laughs> it's like your theory where. You don't reply if it's a no. <laughs> it's like the same thing, it tries, but it in like crazy. physical form. It's, just, it's cool. Just say no, because then it's like you feel in a weird position where you, especially for wedding invitations, you have to find out and get an RSVP. So then you feel really awkward going to people about being like, "Hey, are you, are you, are you coming?" It's like I don't want you to feel like, "Yeah, I just felt uncomfortable." Yeah, and you're already an awkward person to begin with. I'm already an awkward. But person. But when you when you said you came up to me, you were like, "I'm going to invite you to my wedding, but I know you probably won't go," and I was like, "All right." Oh. I I know I just didn't want to I don't want I, I I have a real phobia of people feeling obligated no. to go to things. I mean, did you go? No, <laughs> enough. I don't think I was in town. That's cool. Not that it was in town. Yeah, I was somewhere else. Probably you weren't in the appropriate town. Yeah. No, I just have a weird like phobia of people feeling obligated to come to something that I'm doing. <laughs> uh, it was a really strange thing because, like, I remember when the invites were sent out, you kept saying to all of us, like, you don't need to come. You know, no, I didn't say it like that. It's, I just did not. You know, it was like, no, it was like, like a very I know it's really far away. It's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's like, you know, we just wanted to invite you. It's not not a big deal. And then Paula was like, you need to come. Just just come. We would love it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. So, I oh, so she guilty. ripped you into it. No one ripped me into it. I would have gone regardless. I just Paula I felt, and are lovely. I felt good because it's an international wedding and it's not a city that's easy to get to. There's no direct flight to it. But nobody had in our group had been to Mexico aside from like, I don't know, maybe Josh or something. So we're all like, yeah, it's a new experience. Let's do it. Yeah, it's not It's not like a beach town. It's not a super fun... We had a blast. I'm glad. You had giant robot mech people dancing with us. We were in a dance battle. That kind of sucked. But it was still fun. Yeah, I ended up running... We ended up running private buses to take people from here to there just to help with it. Just because I'm that paranoid. So when's the divorce? Um, well, it... <laughs> Paula, it, it's another two years before Paula gets her citizenship. So, so yeah, I got I got like a free pass for a little more <laughs> while. Jesus. You could be a really shit, shit husband. You could buy all the grass from California that you want. <laughs> I, I forgot that. about that. Did you, have you I just any? feel like she's going to be counting down until she gets it, and then she's going to have a laundry list of things <laughs> that to hold me responsible for. And I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. What's the grass in California thing? Uh, he buys grass from California so his dog can piss on it. Yep. Presented without context. That's the most high maintenance shit I've ever. But we already talked about that. We already talked about that to death. I'll tell you about it. Done. I'll tell you about it afterwards. Done. I don't listen to the podcast. I mean, I I must have missed that podcast because I listen to it all the time. It comes. I like how cool you've become, Blaine. You're like you're cool now. Okay, that is so. You said that with such a shit tone that you clearly don't mean it, and that hurts. It's kind of weird, like. The way that Blaine <laughs> is gesturing is like, you said that with a... Everything you've done today has been like that. You're like, yeah, we were dancing like this, and then you look cool like this. You, you try to like, tell us something? You really want to jerk off right now. No, I actually did look at my hands the other day. I think they're just kind of trapped in this position. Do you have like Bill Nye hands? Where are your... What? Bill Nye has his hands? Not Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill Nye, he... the actor. Oh. oh. Was he... Oh, was he the fish guy? Was he the fish guy? And Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, he, he was, was the, the octopus the squid, man. yeah. Yeah. David Jones. Uh, speaking of jerking off, Gus, you and I and Chris jerked each other off. Pause. 
Um, we had a discussion, a oh, weird yeah. discussion about like VR let, porn. Let, let, me, and let, I, let me set that up real fast. Okay. So uh, if you're watching the podcast, stay tuned. After the podcast is over, we have a, a supplemental interview that we did uh, with a with someone who makes VR porn. So stay tuned. After the credits, we'll uh, we'll have that. Well, are we going to have that live for live viewers? Yeah, it'll be like live, so if you're watching live. So we need to speak it, highly of it then, or can we dog it? Well, you say whatever you want. Okay, because I have some things to say. So, I don't know. It's Something you were going to say? Yeah, so speaking of jerking off, um, there was something she had mentioned that I never heard about that blew me away, pun intended, um, where there's like a device, kind of like a flashlight. We've talked about flashlights mm-hmm. a lot. So <laughs> you can put on your VR headset, and then you have you know the, the things you hold, and then you put on the you know, flashlight type device. Can you control? Okay. And then that syncs up to the software that the um, <laughs> actual VR company has running that's linked to your Oculus. And then the live performer has a device that interacts with that flashlight type thing on your thing. And so they can do things and motion with it and you'll have that same sensation. Wow. But it's like oh, manually it controlled. What? Yeah. So that's like a USB compatible so, badge. But how, so is that just got to hang on your dick while you're controlling with the controllers? Right. Yeah. I don't know oh, if like it might fall cumbersome. off. You might have to strap you, it you on. You, might, you, gotta, like, you actually probably don't need the controllers <laughs> or you might only need one. Dude, imagine your mom walking in on you and you got like all this technology and you're like, oh, I need this to get off. <laughs> there, there's a fantastic video that this guy made that we um, were working with, like a, a new director. And it's the same thing. Like imagine your mom walks in with you jerking off except 10 years from now. And he's in this like giant circular apparatus with like all of these minority report like displays flashing up Porn. and like this like same thing like device that's like jerking him off live like i highly recommend checking it out it's super funny it's the exact so same thing the the way that we came up to learn about this device when we were talking came earlier to learn about it was uh my concern was you know when you have <laughs> vr porn you have the headset on i was like how do you control like where you where you finished? Like, what if you uh, make a mess on your keyboard and mess, you know, get a key stuck or yeah. get on your monitor? She's like, oh, well, there's that thing. You just put it on your dick. A condom? Oh, no, never mind, never mind, never mind. Sorry, 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 sorry. I thought you were talking in the event that you came with this thing on. Never mind. But, like, so think, how do we wait? How far they so wait, take that technology? Like, speak- imagine if there's like a kind of a heavier little apparatus, like something <clears throat> with a little bit of weight that you put on your waist. And then you have this thing that can have that same kind of motion. You look up like we're so close to the point that it's robot virtual sex. sex. Yeah, robot sex. So like you could demolition shag, so man like sex. Two people could shag but not be touching each other. Yeah, like imagine if this she also has like a so device, great. and as she moves her waist, so or he, be cheating, like, whatever. Say you have the same sensation. Oh, is that cheating? Say like Esther was wearing the penis, and it was being controlled okay, okay. by someone else. Like say I was controlling the penis, yeah. so whatever I was doing, it was going up. Yeah. Would that be she her she in with me? That's really weird. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> I, w- I would be very uncomfortable with it. <laughs> what if I had it here and I could do it while I was like, Gus. <laughs> I would not like that. <laughs> Are you controlling with your hand though, or your your penis? Because I, I guess it should be penis. It should be. Penis. Then I yeah, that's I think that's wrong. That's that's. <laughs> but with your hand, I, I think that's. Go anywhere. Uh, Dude, that, at some point that boundary will be broken. Yeah. I, it's close. I think the technology is so close. Like, you just need better designed I, stuff. And, I, I mean, I was I was completely just blown away. Here on uh, on Twitter, who is this? 
Murphy oh, Vegelt said, wow, jerking off in the future is going to be dangerous. <laughs> if somebody does, like, hack into your computer or something like that, and it's just, like, you know, full squeeze mode, like, someone could really take you for a trip. Well, I don't think they designed it so your penis could be crushed. I but don't know. There's different, like, exploited. penis girths and sizes. What if, like, they make it for, like, because I've got a giant dick. So what if, like, <laughs> What's they, that like, <laughs> by the way? they make it for, like, uh, for, like a Brandon-sized one? What's that like? <laughs> it's awesome. See, that was one of the things that she brought up this morning was like, when you put on the headset, you don't actually see somebody there. You don't see the cameraman there. It's just space. It was like, you know, so you, don't, you, you can imagine your own thing. But I was like, no, I want to see somebody there. I want to see what it's like to have a monster. monster. Yeah. Like, that's really the But then you really have no connection to that. Huh? We, we, we talk about some of this stuff later. It's all Let's mental. not spoil Aww. the discussion. But no, I wasn't was, there. That particular discussion. Nobody invited me to the you can watch robot it. game. You, you can watch uh, watch it. I don't watch the show. Hey, I mean, I'm going to have know, to miss speaking it. Speaking of uh, watching, did you know this episode of Rashid's podcast is brought to you by Movement Watches? Seamless! Nailed it! <laughs> I absolutely love the watch they sent me. It's sleek, stylish, and I always get tons of compliments when I wear it out. Movement was started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them, so they started their own watch company. Watches start at just $95. At a department store, you're looking at 400 to 500 bucks. Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman and retail markup, providing the best possible price. Get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmtwatches.com slash rooster. That's mvmtwatches.com slash rooster. Join the movement. So thanks to Movement Watches for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster's Podcast. I have a question for you. Go. So... In life, you buy things, buy and things. then eventually you probably won't need them anymore. Yep. Like my Wii U, I don't really need that anymore. Mm-hmm. Nobody but does. if I sell it, it won't make much money because it's old. Mm-hmm. But if you could unbuy it, like press a button, it goes back in time and you get all of the original money you spent. And it would never have been sold for Nintendo. If everyone could do that, which company do you think would be the most damaged by people unbuying them, well, all of them, car company. Yeah, but I think anyone who sells you like a mobile phone, I you know, think every copy of No Man's Sky would be unbought. Oh. I would not unbuy it. You wouldn't? No, I was I was happy with the experience. Like five percent. Mm. Um, and, and I realize I'm in the minority. I'm in the minority there. It had problems. It was not a great game, mm. but I felt satisfied with what I got for what I paid. But Gavin, so like- I did actually, I played it quite a lot. When this happens and you click the unbuy thing, does that undo all of your memories? No. Then there's no downside to this. I would absolutely do that to f- literally everything. I would eat a hamburger and, bu- and unbuy it. Probably uh, not a hamburger because it's high in fat and- you know, uh, interesting. Like a Chipotle burrito. Well, I guess if you unbought a hamburger, it would disappear from your gut. Oh, well, then you just went against what you just said, which is... The... Yeah, I didn't think it through when it came to food. Uh, but, but, I mean, you could shit it out and then unbuy it. You're already done with it at that point. There's no downside to this. I would absolutely do that. Huh. The worst million dollars butt scenario. Well, you don't get any money to be able to unbuy something. But you get all the money back that, you know... I would do it. <laughs> I wonder how much money you could get from, like, your entire apartment. What are you doing? Something like sulfur. Maybe it's uh, potassium magnate or whatever it was. Possibly. It'd be interesting to like break down the value. Like you know, I have homeowners insurance for like my house and for all the stuff in it. It's interesting when you like try to figure out how much insurance you need. It's like you trying to break down how much would it cost to replace everything. Like if my house burned down and I had nothing left, how much would it cost total to replace every single thing I've collected over my entire life? Like all my clothes, all my electronics. Like not even thinking about data 
or anything like that. Are you that. including the, like the price of the material of the house? Right, like all of that. Like what, what if you were to write one check for all of that, what would it be? Like that's fucking crazy to try to think about. Is yeah. it like original retail value? Because I mean, a lot of that stuff is old. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm saying like really you have to go out expensive. and replace it. That's say I have a jacket that I bought at like a at like a you know thrift store that was originally seventy five dollars, but I bought it for twenty dollars. What would you? How would you do that? I don't know. What would you say that your most prized, aside from like uh, dogs and, and like living things, your most worldly possession, what would you say it is? My most worldly possession? Like, or, sorry, I guess not worldly. Like what is the thing that you value most? The one possession that you have that you just value the most? My laptop? <laughs> really? Gavin, Gavin what was my your phone? Team? I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't have, like, I don't really don't care about my stuff that much. Phantom? I mean, I don't own that. Okay. What would yours be though? I, don't, I mean... Brandon it would always it would be stuff that you can't replace. Yeah, like a a nice note from someone or something. Really? So well, if you were, if you had to like kick down your door and your house is on fire, you'd save a fucking note. I don't know. Save like a memory that I couldn't replicate. Okay. Um, uh, my wife's engagement wedding ring. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I would run back into a burning building. <laughs> <laughs> it would probably be fine though, wouldn't it? Would it melt? Yeah, I mean it. It depends on like how bad. <laughs> Oh. Are you gonna a huge explosion? Or, I mean, like when your dog dog swallows your uh, a ring and you Loop. get it out, does oh. it damage at all? I don't no. think so. Your dog swallowed your ring? No, he went after the ring, our new dog, and it freaked me out. I oh, ended Vader? up buying this like super protective case for it. Yeah. Have I met Vader? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll bring him by the office. Sounds like a sweet boy. We got to take him to the vet pretty soon. Um, he doesn't know this, but we got to take off the balls. Mm. Ooh. Important step in every every dog's life. I was about yeah, it was a whole weekend. thing trying to get that figured out with the, the vet. What do you mean it's a whole thing? Right, well, they do this all the time. We had him like groomed or whatever, and then the groomer was like, "Hey, he's kind of crazy. You should really get him neutered." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, but I mean, like, you know, his I have to wait till the stuff comes out." And then like I kind of looked, and what, what there was what, stuff comes. What out. What does that mean? You have to wait for his balls. You got to wait for his balls out there. And then I looked, and I saw his balls, and I was like, "Oh my god, when did those come?" And then so, like, <laughs> I called the vet, and I'm like, look, can we schedule it? They're like, well, is, are they completely out, or is it one or two? And I'm like, I don't I don't know. So Get up in there. So I went, and Paula had to, like, grab him, put him upside down, and I used my phone and took a bunch of photos of my dog's balls. Why? And then Why? I emailed Why? them. Wait, what? I emailed them to my vet. Why does it like, only have one bollock? No, that's the thing. You can't tell because they're so small and there's hair. So I, I emailed my vet and I'm like, look, I just want to warn you. There are photos of my dog's balls here. So <laughs> I put a us. lot of spaces in the email and then I attached them. And I'm like, is this, are we at the point where we can where schedule was our warning? It? I like that he warned the vet with like a, a load yeah. of space. But with us, like thousands of people watching, they just got balls in the face. And, yeah, and I mean, that wasn't really the worst Bulldog, one. Yeah. That one was the safe one. I, I forwarded all of them. And then they were like, well, okay, we looked at him. We're just not sure if one's there or two. So you can either bring him in for us to test or you can just feel yourself. What's and I was like, oh, uh, well, when's your next appointment? I am not going to feel my dog's balls. Isn't there a name for that when one of the balls doesn't descend? Cryptorchid. What? Cryptorchid. That's what it's called. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, can I know still neuter. Right. Like, cause that happened to my dog, my my other dog. Like, one of them, the balls didn't drop, but they have to go in and like do like real surgery. That can happen to people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where do they Where do they start then? 
uh, they start at the top of the head, <laughs> and then they slowly work their way down with gravity until they get to the test. But aren't they just right the there, there but small? They're like up, I think, like in your abdomen, and then they really? they, they descend. Yeah. Oh, well, for people, they don't drop at the same time. Do you remember like seeing one of your balls drop and not the other? Honestly, I thought no. I had my balls my entire life. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't aware that they were. I think that happens yeah. before you have you can form memories. I no, think, I, I think it happens, happens with puberty. You're... Like they like. They're kind of like all snuck up in there, and then at some point they're like, "Bonk!" Bon. I'm pretty yeah. sure I wasn't walking around. No, can we, my... we look this up? Like, I'm pretty sure you're. We're balls, not going to look up little boys' balls, balls dropping. Drop. We're not going to look that up. I don't want more images of balls in my mind. I'm pretty sure I wasn't walking it happens, around. It happens my... for most most males by six months of age. Yeah, no, but like, I've never like been walking around things. with my Brandon's revealing a lot stomach. about his. Hold balls on, right now. puberty. Puberty, they just balls get bigger though, don't drop. they? No, I think it's like a literal yeah, hair like, and stuff. Boom, yeah. like. Well, the, the so by, testicle doesn't By get six hair, months it. of age, only 0.8% really still have undescended <laughs> testicle without any intervention. So 99.2% of human males but have their testicles descend by six I'm, months. There's like another phase of it. So when people are talking about sure. their balls drop in, they're really only six months old. Yeah. They're not like 13 or 14. <laughs> so grow up, you baby. <laughs> Can so can someone someone uh, on Twitter? I don't you know you the have a laptop. I I'm yeah, but I don't want to spend this time. Like I don't. You, you don't know, want to spend all the time you know you're wrong. I, Doesn't want more incriminating shit on his search history. Like I've never. I was still boys <laughs> testicles at the time where I knew what my scrotum was. I it was it was never empty. Do you remember your it's first? It's not erection? empty. It's just kind of like all right. Imagine you have. It's like a coin you fill purse up a water, with no a water coins balloon. in it. <laughs> imagine you fill up a water balloon, right? Yeah. Imagine. And you're you're like just kind of like holding it in your palm, and then you let the bottom part fall, and then all of a sudden, you have most of it here, and then it kind of you know then it kind of goes up, like it's now it's like hanging and dangling in the wind. What are you on about? What are you talking about? Let me about? look this up. I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm really puzzled. I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> balls dropping during puberty. What, how old are you? How old are you when your balls drop? Since that's ultimately what this is about. It's in puberty. Sure no, you, I'm asking you, Brandon. Um, Did you have floppy sack when you were? What that means. Here's I mean, the thing. I mean, let me look this up first to just make sure I'm not. Here's afraid. the thing. If they don't drop and then you hit puberty, how will they ever fit through the scrotal I think opening? By then they figured it out. Like okay. by then you've seen a pediatrician or a like a doctor has worried about this by then. So doctors have to squeeze. Baby balls. baby testicles to see if oh. there's a nugget. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Let's talk about like robot sex instead of balls. And, oh. You know, what I discovered today. Son, it's not a discovery, but uh, <laughs> my name, like if Gav, spelled backwards is Vag, right? But Neil was playing audio where I said my name, but he scrubbed the audio back, and it was Fag. Gav. So it's Vag spelled. Huh. But the, fag said backwards because it's the, the G sound name, is different. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a like it's a soft nice G instead know. of a hard G. It's not Javin. Yeah, it's Gavin. And I'm allowed to say that because that's a cigarette for me. <laughs> it's true. He <laughs> yeah. is. He is clean. According to Immune. English.stackexchange.com, um, the wrinkly sack just behind the penis, which holds the testes, starts to hang a little bit lower away from the body. When? What the fuck? What are we? That's not what we're talking about. I don't think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it like drop. That's what I'm saying though. Is it's a visual difference. At some point, at puberty, they become lower. Yeah. I don't think anybody's well, yeah, wanting you to bullocks, prove your like, point they, though. I think we. I don't know. They become useful. They become. They like activate. Spunk makers. Yeah, sure. That fine. That's the reason. But they still like you know drop, and you're like they don't drop at the same time. 
And then you're like, whoa, why is one of them way bigger than the other? This is not right. Because you don't know anything back then. Because we didn't have, you know, resources like Wikipedia where you just learn everything. Everyone's to be fair. Brandon, everyone's asking you to stop. <laughs> Everyone on Twitter is just like, Brandon, stop. You don't know what you're talking about. To be fair, I thought my, my first direction was a bone misplaced that shot through You did not. Come on what, now. And, that, and I logic it down. I was like, is that why they call it a boner? Like, does a bone, like, initiate? Like, I, I didn't like that know. you knew the term boner before you'd ever had an erection. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Might have some weird cousins and stuff. So. Well, when what? you're, you know, in school in the They're playground, you hear words like boner. And oh, okay. Things. Older cousins. What's up? You hear like words thrown around, you know, when you're you're younger at school, and you're like, I don't know what that means. Like, I remember it being in like elementary or something, at really young, and this guy brought like a penthouse, which is like pretty filthy uh, photos, and he like showed me something. He's like, Oh, look, that's a pussy, and I'm like, Oh, cool. And in my head, I'm like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> Oh, my, what is going on here? Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't. How old were you? I don't know. I was in like second grade. How old are you in second grade? Like eight. Yeah, I was like fucked up. That's pretty young to see it. Yeah, a vagina. But you don't want to admit it, like it to people that you don't know what it what it is. All right. Yeah, I can understand. I can understand like people. Using words, especially when you're young, like you don't want to like look uncool or be out of place. Yeah. You whereas now like you just go on Wikipedia, you can learn. Maybe everything's explained. Pretty I do. I do remember then. getting caught red-handed. Like people are talking about South Park in like sixth grade or seventh grade or something like that. I didn't watch South Park. My parents didn't let me, but I also just didn't have an interest in it. And I did see one episode of South Park, and I quoted that fucking episode like nonstop because I want to be cool. Hey, I watch South Park too. And then someone called me on. They're like, have you only seen that one episode? And I was like, what? No. <laughs> I watch South Park all the time. It was, yeah, it's really awkward. Good story. I mean, you could have said like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are the days where people got outraged at South Park. Mm. But at some point, culturally it just became, oh yeah, that's South Park. To where they can kind of say whatever they want or do whatever they want now. Certain exceptions like Scientology, pe some people went crazy about. But it's weird. They still did it though. Yeah, they still did it. But it's like so many other people, I mean, on the web or like us, like there's so many things that if we did, it would erupt into like this really big, big thing. But, you know, they, it, it's like one of those things. Oh, it's just South Park. Yeah, of course. They're I think do that. it's because um, they get burnt out, I guess, about complaining. I about think it. South Park is, for the most part, very clever and it's very well written. And it can, it can be that? viewed as, uh, very poignant social satire. Yeah. Whereas lots of times, if you know, I, I think honestly, you know, if, if I were to try to make some of those jokes, I'm not as good as those guys. You know. So that's why that's why it just doesn't come across. I agree with that, but I think the people who were leading the campaign against the material in that show didn't really care about that. It was more the fact like our kids can't be you know exposed to something like this rather than. Well, this isn't a you know satire parody enough. Well, it's also not a show intended for kids. Yeah, I don't. Get I mean, all kids watch everybody. I was in junior high when it came out, and we all watched it. Right, you know, but I'm like, saying like that's not, in my opinion, it's not a valid complaint since you know there's ratings on television shows, and you know you uh, someone should know what they're getting into. Parents complaining about anything that they still think their children should see shouldn't let their children see it. Like I, I never think that that's a good logical. Complaint. You know? Of course, none of us have kids, so what the fuck do we know, though? It's true. But I'm sure people will be very quick to point that out. Yeah. Do we have any beer that isn't got scum on it? This remind me, when I was little, we uh, were doing a Dr. Okay. Seuss thing, and we made green eggs and ham. So they actually like put food dye into the green eggs. What, what bit goes green? The the yeah. white? What? The green? The green? 
was the we made scrambled eggs and we put oh green scrambled eggs. eggs yeah yeah and I remember eating it. And I saw my teachers with, you know, a couple of teachers. And I said, oh, wow, these are so good. I wish I could throw them up and eat them again. And I waited and they didn't hear. But I think they did hear it. So I said it again, but louder. And then they were like, ha, 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 you know, as if they had heard it and thought it was funny. But then I think in that moment, I realized that wasn't a funny joke. And they were just kind of like this moment right <laughs> They were now. trying to, like, forget about it and let you let you escape with dignity. And then you, you threw it out there again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know where that went. Yeah. <clears throat> The, the, the important thing is you tried. Half my stories are like that. <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not doing well tonight. No. You're no. a little off your game. Brandon's just dominating with his balls up. While they're balls on the park. No, no, because I want to make him even more uncomfortable. Yeah, but that's mean, though. You should say it after. Hey, what's up? Why, why, no, you're trying you to suck? inspire him. Yeah, do better. Like, I feel like going up to someone after something saying, that wasn't your best performance, is way better than, you're not nailing it right now. Well, then, yeah, that it's is. No, it's, like, it's like an athletic event. Like, do you think in the, you know, if someone's playing basketball, the coach is like, going great, going great. And he's like, man, I just can't wait after the game to say, like, these guys sucked. You gotta tell them now. That way they can do something to correct it. Yeah, but he's gonna, he's gonna be in your own head about it. It's true. Maybe, maybe that'll help, though. Hmm. Uh, hey, let me, let me read this right here. Uh, I want to remind you, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Nature Box. What do you do when you want a snack, but all you can find is junk food? Rely on your self-control to resist the temptation. You eat the junk food, so start snacking healthy with NatureBox instead. NatureBox makes snacks that actually taste great and are better for you, created with high-quality ingredients that are free from artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners, so you can feel great about snacking. And they got great things like the sea salt pop pops, cherry berry bonanza. Uh, NatureBox recently made their service even better. You can order as much as you want, as often as you want, with no minimum purchase required, and you can cancel any time. It's simple. Go to naturebox.com, check out their snack catalogs, over 100 snacks to choose from, and they're constantly adding delicious new snacks. Choose the snacks you want, they'll deliver them right to your door. With NatureBox, you'll never get bored. There are new snacks each month inspired by real customer feedback. And if you ever get a snack you don't like, NatureBox will replace it for free. Right now, you'll save even more. NatureBox is offering our fans 50% off your first order when you go to naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. That's naturebox.com slash roosterteeth for 50% off your first order. naturebox.com slash roosterteeth. Thank you, Nature Box, for sponsoring the podcast and for making delicious snacks. Number will be like when he dies. Yeah, well, fuck if I know. The, the, the podcast always happens. Like it's 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 a little intimidating to think but about. That's, it's crazy with everything that you currently do on a regular basis. One of them will be our last. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like when the company like ends or something or what? So... I don't know. I just always think of that when when I'm playing a video game, like a game like Skyrim. I'll I'll play for a, a hell of a lot of time and then I'll put it down and then maybe a few months later I'll come back to it. But there will be a time where maybe it's already happened where I will never play Skyrim again. Right. And it's just weird to think about. What like, I might have put it down intending to come back to it and maybe that was it for the rest of my life. It's like that uh, that thread on Reddit that was really popular. That's like one day your parents picked you up and put you down for the last time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's hard. <laughs> it's weird to think about it like in, in that kind of context. Yeah. What podcast number is this? This is 419. Okay, so I'm going to make a guess and say podcast 1979 is going to be your last podcast. That's like 30 years from now? Yeah. Why? I just feel like you got 30 more years of podcasting. Of valuable podcast. He's had 30 more years of life. out of my misery. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Like we're definitely, dude, it's intimidating, man. Every Monday, you gotta, I gotta, fucking. We're we definitely we past the halfway point, right? I don't know. I don't know. Since like the whole decade, it's been on. There's uh, 56 in a year, right? 52. 
You're close. Fuck me. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I was I wasn't counting the special podcasts that we do every now and then. Those don't exist. Uh, we did it once. We did one every week once. What do you think? I'd say yours is going to be. Hold on, hold on. Stop cutting to me because I don't know what I'm doing right now. If we have someone who's 70 <laughs> who's president, I think you could be doing anything possible. In your late 60s. I'd yeah. say like 300 some podcasts from now. So you're giving me like six years? Yeah. To live or? No, it's for his last I feel podcast. bad, guys. I would have guessed way less. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd have given you like 65 more, maybe. Jesus, only like a year? She. <laughs> I don't know. Today I learned Brent or Gavin has <laughs> very little thought about me. Well, it's not a little thought. I just think you'll move on. No, this is like the thing. I've done the longest. So I have a cousin. No. RBB. I, I don't work on RBB anymore. You were in it? Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I just do a voice. You constantly spin off, which is really impressive. I think more than any other person at the company. You kind of like do something, start it up, get it going, and then spin off and like reinvent I yourself. I get like bored. the Lady Gaga. <laughs> I, got, I got to find well, you. Isn't to do. it usually like you're like I've been doing this for five years. I'm no good at this. Yeah, <laughs> so like, no. by, by the, it's like we should really hire someone who knows what they're doing to do this. I think at one point, correct me if I'm wrong. It's been like um, that with, all of, with everything. Well, I feel like every department we have originally came from one person. Yeah, because it was so few people. Like tech is a whole department, but for a while that was you. Events is a whole department that was also you. Like there's a whole merch department that used to be Jeff. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like all of these. Huge departments, sometimes splitting into multiple departments, originally stem from one person's mm-hmm. job. Because I think it's like we start doing uh, something and we kind of figure out. I was going to insult the marketing department, but Sophie left. We figure out the best way we could kind of do something, and then we're like, "All right, well, let's hire somebody who's good." Yeah. <laughs> this. It's like, well, obviously, we can't make this work. Yeah. Um. So I went out to. I've been. I've been trying to make an, a concerted effort to go out to the movie theater more frequently. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hello? have you gone to the new uh, Mueller one? I haven't been down there yet. So really I, I figure it's been too packed probably with uh, so new. No, it's not. No. Too packed. Let's check it out. It's all about Regal theaters. Uh, yeah. What? Regal. Regal sucks. So I went, last weekend I went and I saw Get Out, which was awesome. And then yesterday I went and I saw Logan, uh, which was really good, I thought. You thought it was good? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I, uh, I, but of course I did the fucking stupid thing. I wanted to beat myself up. So mm-hmm. what was it? On Friday... Friday evening, I'd been drinking a little, and I was talking to Esther. I was like, you want to go see Logan on Sunday? She's like, yeah. And so I opened up the that, the Draft House app on my phone. I'm like, oh, there's a there's a 1 p.m. showing, 110. Want to see it 110 on Sunday? Like, she's like, yeah. Bought the tickets. Didn't think about it. Sunday showed up at the theater. I was like, uh, pick up my tickets. You know, they swipe your credit card. <laughs> they hand it to me. They're like, all right, Theater 3. Walk over to Theater 3. I'm like, huh, it says Kong Skull Island on it. <laughs> what? That's weird. They look at my tickets again. I'm like, no, 110. This is the right time. It's the wrong movie. Maybe they moved it to another screen. So I like walk around the draft house like, no, they're not showing it at 110. Look at my ticket again. It's 110 on Saturday. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> so I had to go back to. So they're usually was, quite good about that, though. They usually like. Yeah, they were really good. But uh, I told Esther, like, listen, I, I fucked up. I was drunk. I bought it for Saturday instead of Sunday. <laughs> I was like, let's just go. And she was like, well, why don't you go tell them uh, that you made a mistake and maybe they can uh, refund you your money or give you a rain check? I, like, I don't want to go admit to them that I <laughs> yeah. fucked up. Like, I don't want to go up to them and be like, listen, it's my fuck up. Can you help me fix the thing that I, that's my but they fault? Did. But they absolutely did. Yep. The, they're really good. I think because awesome. it's Austin. And most people are drunk all the time when they buy movie tickets. They have to be like, yeah, you got the wrong day. But that happens like seven or eight times a day. I felt I really bad because then, <laughs> then no one probably sat there on that Saturday show. It was, probably, it was an empty seat and they lost revenue. It's like so dumb. Have you ever um, 
like just kind of like been thinking about something else and like drive through like fast food and like you're like you know okay sir pay us you're like all right here's this and then you're like kind of waiting and then you just drive off and you're like oh i forgot my food that's never happened but <laughs> Why i'm you way so too embarrassed to, to go, go back, back yeah. and ask for my food sometimes you just like just not even thinking just like completely zoned so, out on something else gus you lost like 25 dollars. no you ended up getting it back right yeah so my most recent trip to San Francisco, my girlfriend lives out there. It's gonna fly out Friday, and then I was gonna fly back. Jupiter fly on the wrong day. Sunday, like late, late at night, and then just get back Monday morning, right? Mm -hmm. I booked a fucking flight for Sunday at twelve thirty-five a.m. Thinking, oh. oh, this is Sunday night, Monday morning, and it ended up being Sunday morning. And I like, I remember like opening up my phone. And looking, and it was like check-in time, you know, for your next flight in Dallas to Austin. And I was like, "Fuck me!" So I ended up spending like four hundred bucks to. So yeah. I just went straight down the toilet. Gone. Oh, that's, that's awful. Just fucking gone. Fly Southwest, there, man. It messed up. Ever tell the story about the guys I saw at the Seattle airport who uh, had a similar thing? The ball cap, and he goes. Ah, yeah. Okay. I've told you that one. Us. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> they, they, they bought a ticket for. And they show up to the airport a day late. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how that happens because you get so many reminders. Yeah, they're like check in now. I was like, I was in such a rush and I just blew through it. And no, I also I'm saying like, I don't know how you show up to the airport a day late. Oh, well, I mean, I I did, you know. So, oh, the reminders. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it was because it was because it was at like in the middle of the night. Yeah, so I was getting those reminders like when I was fucking asleep. See, if I told this story, you guys would be going off of me and saying I'm like the dumbest person in the world. No, no, well, they pity are. me because I'm not. Because I'm this is perfect. Didn't understand how time works, which I, you know, fuck ups happen. But what fuck ups happen with me, and I'm just like the the dumbest person in the world. I just don't it's, understand. It's fun to yell at you. No, we're all dumb though. That's why we're on this podcast. That He's was just dumb. a nightmare trip in general. Yeah, I, I bought tickets on the wrong day. I watched Gus once try and turn on a PC. He kept thumbing the power button. He's like, it's not working. Not I just can't. I can't turn it on. And he's the tech guy for the whole company. And I was like, well, you got to turn the power supply on, on, like the switch on the back of the mm -hmm. PC. That was off. And he was like, oh. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's really embarrassing. I yeah. wish I hadn't told that story. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like one of the first times I ever came over. And I was like, oh, this, guy's, this guy knows his shit. He's in charge of the tech for the whole company. He was, like, he, was just like, computer on. he was like, damn it. Damn it. I, I might have like, been drunk then also. <laughs> you might have been. And I was like, I didn't even bother checking the back. I was like, I assume he knows it. Yeah. And I looked at it. I was like. Maybe he doesn't know that it's not turned on. Your world well, came crashing down. You were like, oh no, he's like, not as smart as I thought I he was. And that, and that day I lost all respect for you, and now we're, we're very good friends. <laughs> were you at the point never though, come back. early enough where you were kind of scared to mention something because you didn't want to get mad at So you just like sneak in the back and like turn it on? I don't think I was ever really scared to talk to you. I don't think so. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a friendly guy. I mean, you were like base level mean already. So it was always like I'd already been used to it just over like online interaction. So in real no, life, fair. when the meanness came through, it's like, I'm used to this already. Yeah. I think you were friendly to me when I started. I only noticed stuff well. that you were mad about when we did podcasts. Mm. Save it all, bottle it yeah, up. Save yeah, save it all, content. bottle it up. I think I broke down my walls with you by killing you with kindness. Did you like, fought on him? Yeah, but aside from that, I was always really, really overly nice to Gus. Like, hey, Gus, have a great day. Or I'd be like, hey, shit. Gus. I hate it so much. I, I always approach Gus and be like, can you do me a favor? And he's like, yeah, what is it? And be like, can you have a great day? And he just like, ah! like so you annoying. can't be mad at it. So, so annoying. I mean, were you trying to piss him off? I was trying to like lovingly, like a little brother kind of piss him off. Ah. To where it's like he couldn't be mad, but. You know. I can be mad. 
Was this when you were an intern? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was, uh, like, it took me, like, a couple of months to adjust and stuff, and then I, once I started, like, warming up to people, then I was like, it's like little, little brother farting on people, and... Nah. When are you going to adjust to me? I thought we'd adjusted until last night when you were just, like, being all fucking awkward in the movie theater, and I was like... Gavin or friends watching anymore, a movie. Well, what do you want me to be? Well, I happened? guess he doesn't want to talk to me what during happened? this movie. Uh, we were sat down to watch a movie, waiting for it to start, and then Blaine goes, "What happened with us, Gavin?" <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, what about? What happened to our love, Gavin? Nothing. What do you mean? His love and little roosters. He killed it. Yeah, I think that's what, what you're talking it. about. I don't I'm know. Just, we, like, we, 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 used, we used to watch movies together. We watched we, we watched, watched the, the Matrix together. We you invite me to your house all the time. We watched one last night. You invite me to your house all the time. You know, so we used to party together. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a real thing you've created in your head or whether you're just like being funny, dude, but uh, load of bollocks. Mm, no, we've we've separated over the years. It's, it's we rough. are closer than ever. It's tough, you know, sometimes <laughs> you, you, the company gets big and you just you don't see the friend as much and it just, it just happens. It's all right, Kevin. You, you all want to work it out? Should, yeah. we, uh, should we get someone in here? I feel like this conversation and last night's conversation well, what separate us? Yeah, it's irreparable now, so it can only get worse. <clears throat> Blaine, I, I like you, Blaine. Oh, thanks, Kevin. I like you too. We should, and I like, like when you direct stuff. Like oh, a million dollars, but uh, I, I did a million dollars, but episode without Blaine directing the other day. Who was it, Drew? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Yep, I'm getting fucking busy. Drew's a funny guy. Yeah, I, th I thought he did a great job. Mm -hmm. I have a theory Jealous. that if Dan came to Austin, he would probably be one of my best friends. I'd probably hang out with Dan a whole lot. What makes you say that? <laughs> it's like when, when people like think that they're friends with the people they're watching on TV. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know, you think I watch your content? It's like, you and I would be best friends if we met. No, based on interactions that I've had with Dan, I think that right. we would get along swimmingly. Are you sure that you've only hung out like five or six times? No, we've hung out more than that. I mean, Every Dan, time I see him, we so like, have these like, really already long... get along swimmingly. Fuck, I, we went uh, tubing down the river together. He met my old yeah. girlfriend, and we hung out and had this great day, and you weren't there because you fucking did, ducked out. Me and Dan, are, we, we'd be great friends. I'll text him right now. Dan's really nice to everybody, though. I don't think I have his number, but... <laughs> Just DM Dan and I'd be great friends. Do you really Just not have a DM him number? on Twitter. I don't know. Maybe. I don't trust that because he, he got hacked that one time. So I don't I don't trust that it'd be Dan talking to me. Yeah. So what point. kind of compromising information are you gonna send him? Uh my number, I guess. That's pretty nice. Just to get a new phone number. Yeah, true. Do you, how, how long have you had your phone number? Oh man. This is my first ever phone number. Really? Yeah. How about you? Are you so you've had it like a year? No, I've had it for since I was. Uh, how old was I? <laughs> You're so proud of that. Fifth grade. You you got a phone number in fifth grade? It was in middle school. It's like probably like 12, 13, 12, 13. Why were you thirteen in fifth grade? <laughs> I um, I said middle school. I I changed it to middle school. Yeah. So that's that's about the twelve thirteen region. I think. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it's a good number. Did you oh, hear uh, it? Yeah. How old were you when you got your first uh, your first phone? Your first phone number? Uh, I was probably fifteen. Yeah, that's about. I had a Nokia thirty two ten. Yeah, played some Snake on it. I had that one too. I was about fourteen. It was one of those things parents get you like only for emergencies, and then you just don't listen and you use it a lot, and then they have like the printed out bill at the end of the month. Oh my god! <laughs> like you cost us like five hundred dollars. Is that a part of everybody's childhood that you yeah, have that course. talk and be like, we're giving this to you? No, better not fuck around with this. This is only for emergency. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. And you're just saying anything to get that phone, and then once you got it, it's like texting. I mean, does pay-as-you-go not exist here? 
Uh, it grows, but it's not as popular. Weird. It's like everyone's first phone in England is pay as you go. It's like you slop a tenner on it, and then once you've used it, that's it. Yeah. Well, planes are a lot different then than they are now. Planes? Plans. Oh, plans. Yeah. Yeah. So it was one of those things like only for emergencies. I changed my number when I got to Austin because I I like having local numbers where I live. Well, like it's annoying to be like have an area code that's like. Different. I feel, I feel like it doesn't really matter as much anymore these days since everyone has like contacts just stored in a phone. You're just like touching a person's name. That was a hey. thing that was super weird for me when I moved here is that a mobile phone can have an area code and you can really? tell where the person is from based mm -hmm. on their phone number. Yeah, people are always like, up. oh, yeah. Dallas, huh? It, it took me a long time. The first time I went, the first couple of times I went to Australia, it's, they do it like the UK. It took me a long time to figure out what the different codes meant, like the different numbers. Yeah. Like it, any any number in the UK that starts with, like 01 or 02 is a landline, and every number starts with a 07 is a mobile. But the entire country starts with 07. It's not like different mobile number area codes. So I you heard, have no idea where someone's calling from. I heard the biggest crock of shit, which was uh, I had a friend from LA meets this girl. Things are going great. They're talking and stuff like that. And like they're really hitting it off. And then they decided to swap numbers. And she saw that his area code was from like one of the slummier parts of LA, I guess, which is like, it's LA's, you know, it's nice throughout. I'm sure they have their nice and their bad parts. And she just like walked off straight up. Cause like out in LA, they, that's, that's a Seinfeld episode. It, it happened to him as yeah. well. So what, what determines your area code? Is it just where you buy the SIM card? Where you buy the I phone? Think it's your address. Yeah. It's your address. Uh, but then they so add, I couldn't, I couldn't get a different area code if I went to California and bought a SIM card. Mm, you probably could. I think you just call and request a new number and say, this is the area code I want. Yeah, you I can, mean, you can do, you can do that. The confusing, though, is they keep adding area codes to places. Like, Houston has, like, four. I feel like I finally saw, uh, like, a commercial vehicle driving in Austin with the 737 area code. Really? Yeah. It's, and that's been around for, like, almost two or three years now at this point. Yeah, they tried to give Paula one when we changed numbers, and it was like, yeah, it defeats the purpose of what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> and, like, we had to go in there, and she had to talk to, like, this, like, guy who thought she was really cute, and he was like, I'll give you a deal. Don't worry, I'll fix it. And I was like, well, whatever it takes. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's just, it's not a big deal to me, like I said. Like, I like I never even realized... Yeah, it's just a your, name in a phone book. Yeah, your area code isn't Austin. Yeah, it's Dallas. You, we don't really, I mean... I text we've you all, we've I text separated you a lot. Like, oh, we, we haven't talked as long. Our relationship oh. is just quite as, as I think strong. here's the problem with the friendships of this company. Everyone's too busy focusing on the status of the friendship and, like, how it is. But just, like... Just have a passing friendship, and nothing will happen to it. It's fine. Okay, you know, I'm watching like, I'm cartoons gonna, in my apartment, so I'm never gonna walk work. past you and not say hello, unless you like punch me one day or something. That's true. How would you define our friendship? Is that our friendship? I'd though? say the same. I'd say like, hey, what's up, Brendan? That's the extent That's of the friendship, though. Friendship. Mm, it's not friendship. Remember when we had a secret handshake? No. Where did that happen? To you those had a times? secret handshake? No, he's just chatting, shaking. He's just doing the weird thing again. So See, this is what would, forgot about it. This is what makes me walk away from a friendship. Just like, man, High it's, maintenance. Gonna, it's gonna get weird if I, <laughs> I'm gonna go the other way. I'll pretend to be on the phone. Oh no! So your definition of a friendship is saying, hello, as you pass by No, somebody? no, no. Friendship, I would, I would define it as like, oh, I'll help that person out. They, uh... If they ask for it. That's fair enough. They need it. Or, or if like, I'll hold the door open for you. I'll so, hold the door open for anyone. It's not a friendship, is it really? Yeah, then your friends are like random strangers. I hate when I hold the door open for like someone like a stranger, and they don't say thanks. It's yeah. obnoxious. Or they, oh, just I, or they just walk by like they're entitled to that. I make a good point and say, you're welcome. 
Oh, oh come on. on. Take it in stride. Nah, See, I'm too English to do that. Yeah. That'd be cool. I would love to do that. No, nah, I do that all the time. Because a lot of people are rude. But I don't like it when people hold the door open for me and I'm just too far yeah. from the door. If I'm like 25 feet away, I feel like I gotta rush. I will mm -hmm. also acknowledge that. I, I am very good at acknowledging when people are shits or acknowledging really awkward moments. Like the last time that, that happened, I'd be like, oh fuck, I'm in that weird area where it's like too far, too short. And then the, and then the girl laughed and it was fine. And then like the other day I was climbing, I was at the top of a wall. Someone touched my hand. I was like, oh, we just had a moment. You know, it's just like you just <laughs> diffuse the situation. You run up to somebody in the hallway and then you do that little thing. It's like, ha, we're dancing. And then end of end it, you know, otherwise you're just like, <laughs> just does call it, make, it out. Does it make you feel weird when, you know, if you're hanging out with somebody and you say goodbye, mm -hmm. and it's like, all right, goodbye, bye, bye, bye. And then all of a sudden you realize you're both going in the same direction. Yeah. But yeah. you've already said like um, Jason Harder, who we, we use a lot for stuff. He uh, was hanging out at the. Um, Restaurant in my apartment complex. Oh, yeah, and you know, it was a natural thing where we got outside and he's like, Oh, okay, bye. And then the garage is the same place as uh, Paul apartment. and I's apartment. And so she started walking in the same direction they were going, and I had to like grab her arm. And I was like, No, 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 we already said goodbye, we have to go this way. She's no. like, But that's like the it's like five minutes out of the way. I was like, No, we can't. You go. again, you just call that out. Like, I would be in that situation, be like, Oh, why are you following me? Ha 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 ha, and then <laughs> everything's fine, it's okay. Yeah. Awkward shit happens, people are awkward. So it's just, worse when both people go into a lift <laughs> and you literally can't go any other way. <laughs> uh, I've never had that happen before. Also, we don't have a lift anymore. I think oh, it means an elevator. Uh, elevator. Yeah. Oh, I mean, apparently we've been good friends. You don't know I'm English. Oh, shit. He got Damn. Yeah. The friendship Fuck. burn. He nailed me on that one. I did see a, a funny on Twitter moments. They're like, people are in an uproar about Twitter or uh, Uber and Lyft not being in Austin. And someone made a really good point in saying like in a in a. An event filled with tech people, just people that are like all about tech. They can't figure out their own way around Austin with the ride shares and stuff like no, that. It's annoying. It is, but yeah, it's, I don't know, it's weird. I won't get into it because obviously I'll just rant, but yeah, you're really into the whole politics thing of it. There's like Uber can operate in like 400 cities mm -hmm. and not this one. And Austin thinks it's so right ethically and yeah. they're the only one or one of the few that seems to have a problem. But I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'm not going to bitch about it. But it is funny, like people, um, some like um, reporters, like very popular tech reporters, have been commenting not so much on that, but how much animosity they get from local Austin people about commenting about that. What do you mean? Like on Twitter, people just like will attack the people here from out of town that complain about Uber or oh. Lyft. Like they just like viciously. I mean, it's Twitter. You know, you're going to have like haters and stuff, but mm -hmm. oh, yeah. just like makes the city look like super shitty. I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of the the ride service, the ride share services that we have no. as a replacement. Like Fossen. Yeah, they're, not, I'm, they're I'm, not great. They, they, they don't work that well. I haven't, I haven't found one that I'm like totally happy. I and mean, it's not that I use it very frequently. The other day I used a, a Cardigo. It had been a long time since I used Cardigo. Any of you guys use that? You I used to. I let it lapse. Nah. Is that when you drove up to the? Yeah, that's when I drove up to the car. Blog. So I like I, I I knew that they had like those little smart cars. And, you know, I drove up and you saw me in that shitty little car. Yeah. And then I went to get Chipotle that day for lunch and I yeah, parked it. And I saw a car to go that was uh, a Mercedes GLK. What? Parked uh, there. And I was like, oh, shit. So I just canceled my <gasps> my little smart car and I switched over to the Mercedes. I was like, oh, it was much better. Just for the sake of that it. guy was probably like, fuck. Like, <laughs> How am I going to get back to work in this piece of shit? So is it any different amount of money? I think it costs like a little more, but not much. But I will say I was, I was a little upset at people like I've gotten that smart car 
And it was a little dirty, like, you know, like a gum wrapper or stuff like that. And there's like, oh, like who, who would leave their shit like this? So now I park it, go over, get in the Mercedes. It was even filthier. Uh, that was not what I had, but that is uh, that is my car to go, a Mercedes car to go. But um, it was just filthy. There was trash all over. It was like an empty water bottle in the passenger seat. Because everyone's clambering for that car. The door well was just like shoved with like Whataburger oh, uh, wrappers. It was like an nice. empty vitamin pack thrown into the back seat, like GNC receipts all over the uh, all over the floorboard. I was like, who the, who the fuck does this? Bros do. Like GNC? Treat, treat that car like that and then just leave it. Like not even take your fucking trash. Someone has to clean it. Like, what do they think's gonna happen? The car's gonna fucking magically incinerate all of their goddamn trash? Clean it up, you fucking animals! Yeah, like, you have some, like, God-given right, because you s- registered for the service. We just, it's like, you almost have to actively try to make that car look shittier. That should be Because, like, how long are you using it? And, and I looked at that car, hmm. it had 900 miles on it. It was, like, still That's a ridiculous. brand new car. There should be cameras in the car, that are in the ceiling, that just take pictures when someone is done with it, of the state of it. Hmm. And they'll Ooh. just penalize that account. It used to be that I think they're too desperate for business. Yeah, it used to be when you finished your rental uh, on the screen in the car, it would ask if there was any new damage on the car. And it would ask if the car was clean or dirty. But it doesn't ask if the car's clean or dirty anymore. Hmm. I don't know. I guess everyone was pressing yes. Mm-hmm. It's dirty yeah. every time. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm I'm surprised they're still in business in Austin after you know Uber and because they were they were operating before Uber and Lyft for like a mm-hmm. couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how they're still in business. That's why I stopped using them because I was like, well, this is way more convenient. I don't have to like walk a mile to find a car. <laughs> Last yeah. night when I was going to Paramount Theater, was that where it was? Oh, that was where you where I was like, let's hang out, and then you left. Yeah. What do you mean? What? I went to the movie with you. I hung out with you. Ah, I mean after that. You didn't want to hang out with me afterwards. No, that's true. I just wanted to make you. Because I remember, I, <laughs> I remember very, I ver- remember very clearly. Because Ashley was like, "All right, well, I guess we're all heading out. You guys heading out? Yeah, yeah, yeah." And Ashley looked at you and she's like, "Do you need a ride home? Great." And you both just walked <laughs> off and was like. Yeah, I'll see, I'll see you guys later. It's cool. I walked home. She took me home in the G wagon. Oh, that's a cool thing. That's a nice car. It's like a very nicer version of my Jeep. You're, but, uh, you're so demanding. What do you mean? When it comes to like how you're treated and in, in these social you're situations that you're getting invited to. Yeah, you're very, you're high, very maintenance. high maintenance. Yeah, I'm sure. glad I'm not dating you, but I'm, I'm a breeze to date. Ask really? Alana. Yeah, no, it's great. It's easy. I'm so easy to date. What what, what is what, like what's the selling point? Yeah, what makes you easy to date? What does that mean? Oh man, I uh, do all the activities that they want to do. So you can't make a decision on your own. No, that's not true. I can make decisions. When and are you doing the, them because you're excited and you want to do them, or are you just trying to please? A little bit of both. Most of the time, it's because I want to. Because uh, I, you know, Alana and I have been dating for like over a year now. Imagine a lot of similar interests. A lot of similar interests. You know, so we can do sometimes where we have like really active, outdoorsy kind of like let's go out and experience this thing. You dribble on your shirt, and then there's other times where it's Nobody like, it, okay. hey, let's uh, let's stay in and like beat a video game. You know, it's like it's what's the last video game you beat with her? Uh, we played w- Coming Home, or was that what it was called? Were you Gone coming? Home. Gone Home. Good game. And then we also played um, something where you're like a FBI agent and you're doing some investigation. Oh, is it a her story? Yes, her story. Her story so have good. You, have you ever played PT with her? Yes, that was a, that was our first date. That was a. That's awesome. Um, I don't know if I should be saying all this stuff. It's kind of getting to our personal stuff. It. Yeah, yeah, we played PT together. It was, it was a good time. What could that possibly? Did you lose your virginity while playing PT? I no, mean, like, you're, you're... <laughs> it was gone. Way gone before the PT. Uh, no, so basically, we were hanging out. That was like our first night hanging out, and like you don't go like we'd been talking to each other for a while, distance wise, and uh, so we we're like, you know, let's go get pizza. 
let's go, you know, like, oh, let's play this game and stuff like that. But we hadn't, like, kissed yet. And I remember in my mind, I was like, I'm not going to kiss her until, like, well after we beat PT. Well, it took for us for fucking ever to beat PT. We finally did it. And then after that was when our first kiss took place. You're so what, sweet. What was the moment like that? The moment where you're playing PT and something happened and you knew this this was no, it wasn't during PT. It was oh. like after because PT is not a very romantic game. Yeah, which is why I'm confused. Right. <laughs> oh, that's that's, that's probably in the sink. That's half of the reason why I didn't want to sell the stories because then you guys are gonna. I guess there's certain them. times where like <laughs> the the lights pulse red. I guess that's kind of romantic. Romantic. Yeah, they had your hue bulbs that you love so much. What? what yeah, is it? I know I can't do that or Paula freaks out. Like she just like I can't. Oh, you, after like, the pulsation? incident, yeah, the pulsing. Oh, oh, I thought you were I was saying... thinking you'd like walk into the room and shift everything red and be like, uh? yeah, uh, no, uh? it's purple. Oh, purple. That's your shag color. Go to yeah, the red freaks are out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that new show on Comedy Central, The High Court? Mm -mm. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's with it's got Doug Benson in it, and it's like the People's Court, except. Uh, <laughs> Doug Benson gets really high and then makes his uh, decisions while uh, smoking marijuana. Are and, you serious? And the episodes are only like 15 minutes long. So it's like the people come in, they argue, he deliberates, so he goes into the back with the bailiff and they like smoke out of a bong, then he comes out and makes his decision. So what what are these, like, uh, is it just typical like, oh, they owe me money, right. or, like, fix it? Like... That, that person borrowed my car and owes me $5,000, or that person borrowed money from me and they gotta pay me back. So it's like, it's like, it's always stuff like that. And yeah. then, uh, so it, is this upheld in like the actual court of law? Like they, I, I, I oh, assume the what they do is they just make their, an agreement ahead of time that whoever is on the show, like they're gonna uh, abide by whatever the ruling is. <laughs> One of the times, I forget what the exact uh, circumstance was, but like. Uh, one person had taken out a payday loan to give another person money, and it's like they were getting ripped off. So, like the their decision was just like you know the the show we're gonna we're gonna pay off your payday loan, and we'll just help you get a, a loan with a a reasonable APR. I was like, oh, that's really nice. Like they went out of their way to like help this person who's getting screwed over, like because they made a bad deal. Like there's no reason for them to have to do that. Anyway, it's really funny. It's uh, and like I said, the episodes are only like 15 minutes long. You've seen uh, watch it. you've seen high maintenance. No, it's a uh, just in terms of like can really small consumable like media and stuff like that. High maintenance, uh, the, they kind of range. It's like a web series. It ranges from like five to like fifteen minutes, but it's basically about a weed dealer and just like it's the story isn't about the weed dealer. You don't even know the guy's <clears throat> name. It's just the stories about who he's dealing the weed to. I think you would really enjoy because it it's just it's like really funny and really well written. Uh, but I think they picked it up from HBO. I'm looking it up right now. High, high maintenance. High maintenance. I get it. Uh, high maintenance American <laughs> comedy television web series created by husband and wife team Ben Sinclair and Katya Blickfeld. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vimeo, November 2012, began airing in HBO in September 2016. So it's already on HBO. You can already see it. Yeah. It's good. I would suggest it. It's a good web series. Hmm. That, that transition to television. So we finally have a release date. Speaking of HBO, we finally have a release date for season seven of Game of Thrones. That's which is July sixteenth. Yeah, that's awesome. It's way later than, than I, I think they had to wait because they needed to shoot and a lot like of the scenes in winter. It's like seven episodes now, right? Is it only seven episodes? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Which means the standard procedure, really good ninth episode of the season. What's going to happen with that? So they're going to have no good episodes this season. Unless episode two of the next season is the good one, <laughs> <laughs> or do they do it like episode six, like the mm. season, the the one before the last? Wait, wait, wait. I mean, What's the logic there, Kevin? Well, usually a Game of Thrones season is ten episodes, right? And nine is the one where like everything Crazy happens. Yeah, yeah. In like. Almost every season. This one's only eight episodes. Seven. Seven. Sorry, just now getting caught up on the. Yeah, there's two more seasons. Fucking mad at you. Is, 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 <laughs> is, 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 is that confirmed that it's only seven episodes? 
That's kind of we're we're getting a yes from off camera. Wait, wait so is this like is this what? it? Was this the last season? IMDb? No, I think it's two more seasons. Okay. Huh. It's weird because like TV shows used to be you'd have hour long TV shows that were like twenty two episodes in a season, and then now it's like oh six, you know, or we can't have we need like a, you know a year and a half. It's going break. like the the it's British British way. Yep, the British Qu way of doing it. <laughs> Someone said quantity of quality. So quality of a quantity. Yeah, the IMDb does say seven episodes. And Westworld's not like going to be until uh, 2018, is that correct? Probably. You didn't like those Nikki and Paolo episodes in Lost? This is episode eight. Let it guff, won it. Season eight's going to be six episodes, it says. Uh, yeah, Paolo, Nikki and Paolo, I forgot about that. Just like classic filler episode. And it's almost to the point where like they know they are making a useless filler episode. But what? he was in Westworld. Oh, yeah, that was that guy, wasn't oh, it? was? Yeah. He's like, oh, was he, in, he was naked? Well, I mean, they weren't naked. That doesn't really narrow it down. He was naked a lot. He was the uh, the bad guy. Yeah, the robber. Yeah, and he was in Three Hundred. Who with the uh, who bald head? Mm. Paulo from. Did you watch Lost? No, Rodrigo. Okay. I dropped out after season one, man. And he was really? in Love Actually. Fucking first two seasons are really bear, good. Before bear shows up. Like, before the Nicky and Paulo episode, didn't they like sprinkle him in? Yeah, he was to like, some of the episodes. Like they had lines and stuff. It was yeah. like, who the fuck are these background characters that are? <laughs> yeah, I remember liking that up. episode. I, I thought it was okay. Yeah. The one where they die? They uh, died? I don't, I don't think they... Well, yeah, I guess they did. They were very alive. I mean, they I remember, alive, like, yeah. yeah, the first time they come in, uh, they just randomly run up to this conversation. Mm -hmm. And, like, Kate's like, hey, Nikki and Paolo. And you're like, what? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> and then I think, like, they do a montage where you see other stuff that happened in the show. And they're all of a sudden, like, now into it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, classic filler episodes. So I got chewed out the other day by oh. a random stranger at a uh, uh, place in Austin. Were like, you being obnoxious? No, I was. I just made like a very simple comment. Uh, we were at a. Um, what was the place? Uh, it's on Old Torf near South Lamar. I can't remember the name, but it's like a. Uh, they only have beer. Most of the seating's outside, and they also serve pizza. Oh, Austin Beer Garden. Okay, yeah. So um, I can answer everything. People can just describe stuff. That's what I do this podcast. <laughs> Nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. Coffee so, shop on East MLK. Uh, Binu. Sirs Pete. Wow. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Go ahead. Sorry. So. Um, fuck me. <laughs> they serve pizza and, you know, it was good. I was ordering it. And I kind of commented like, yeah, you know, I like the indie places around town. Like, don't get me wrong. I go to a lot of these cool Austin hit places. But at the end of the day, like. Sometimes I still really like Papa John's, like deep dish, the cheesy bread. And this guy next to us overheard me and started like berating me. Like I was this like super corporate hate indie business. And I'm like, look, man, oh I've God. done my share here. Were you wearing your McDonald's cap at the time? My what cap? Oh, no. It's just a joke, man. Fucking um, <laughs> And he like wouldn't give it up. And I'd make stuff like, yeah, I mean, you know, like they're. Their freaking special garlic sauce is amazing. And at one point, he, like, shouted and called me, like, what are you, like, ISIS? And I was just like, this is probably some, like, stereotypical Austin asshole that's only been in the city for, like, two years. And what a fucker. <laughs> unless you're going to, like, the most indie places. I'm sorry. Yeah, at the end of the day, some big corporate companies, they have good products. Papa John's is good. Yeah, they're big companies for a reason, right? Yeah, or sometimes they're big companies for the right reasons. I don't no, I'm like, saying they're there for a reason. Like they have yeah. a product that people buy. Did, yeah, man. but have you interrupted or interacted with people like that before? Like Austin, like, oh, if you're not indie or like 
Like, uh, I figure out that to is that a, extreme. I would have just destroyed that guy. Been like, who the fuck asked you? You know, how like, old if he butted in. Is the guy? Is he like a tired old racist man? Or no, is he he's like, like 32, oh, like long dickhead. beard, mustache. What like, a shit. I mean, it's like he was the exact stereotype. How long did this think. go on? It was like five minutes, but then he kept coming back in the conversation. Oh my god. And I was like, I know you think you're being funny here, but you just, you, come on, dude. You just sound like a huge douche. Did you, did you say that to him? Were you like, no, because I was with, I was with Paula. I didn't want it to become a thing. Like, yeah. it took every ounce of, like, effort not to, like, say something to Fucking off. dumb. Like, what does he care? Fucking button into someone else's conversation. No, it's just one of those things, like, I, those, yeah. I would have recorded him. It's those people that complain about, like, East Austin dying when they're the ones going to the businesses in East Austin bringing, like, development to those areas. It's like you're actively contributing to the thing you complain about. And you've probably been in Austin for, like, two years. Mm -hmm. yeah, I it was okay. just, like, super bizarre. Brandon, you told me, do I have the right to be a curmudgeon-y Austinite, you knowing when I came to Austin, roughly? I don't think I have, and I've been here for, like, 11 years. I feel like you can't unless you were in Austin when the old airport... Like the Mueller Airport was still active. Okay. To me, that's the barrier. Because I had kind of a shitty thought about South by Southwest. I like looked up and was like, this weather fucking sucks. I'm okay with that because I don't want crowds. And I was like, am I within my own right to make that comment? And that I feel one? like people are here after a year and they're already complaining about South by Southwest. Fuck, am I one of those? It's fine. It doesn't matter. I used to hate South by when I first moved here, but I really like it now. Yeah. I mean, if, then if, cool. I, if I don't want to be involved, I just avoid downtown or avoid going to the places that. Same, but yeah. it did hinder. Like I was like, oh, I'd love to go to like Violet Crown or something like mm. that this weekend, or you know, get a drink at Second Bar, and then I was like, oh, fucking South by, you know. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Let's find another place to go. Yeah, for one weekend or two. Via three one three. God damn it! But will you go to Starbucks? Do you, do you go to Starbucks? You're like, oh, what? Starbucks? What no, to, not Binu. Binu, bro. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy. So put you on the spot. Um, I went to da, 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 a da, da, diner on that's East. Just horrible. Da, 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 da. East. <laughs> Somewhere in East Austin. It's like a diner and it's connected to a coffee place right next to it. Somewhere in East Austin. I think it's East Caesar. Oh, I never go down there. I couldn't answer that. East Caesar. No, no, no. It's East Six and it's near Whistler's. I don't know. I heard a lip smack me. as if someone was going to answer that. Uh, Every, well, I saw I, everyone I over there just go. So I had a weird thing like. I don't know if I'm being unreasonable here. They had a they had porridge, right? And it sounded kind of good, but that's that it's all it's all porridge. There's like nothing else for you to like beef up your meal with. And I asked for a side so I could try it. Would but you like, more porridge? But they wouldn't. Like the only way I could do it is if I bought like the Entree. fifteen dollar bowl of porridge. Oh, you couldn't get like I see what you're saying. You couldn't get a side of porridge. Yeah. And that's like that's a huge commitment. Cause I got I mean, I got a whole day ahead of me. Doesn't that seem like Ridiculous! Like they can't just give me—it's like soup, like a side of it, right? Like it's like a huge risk. I could see. But I guess for them, it's like asking for a side of steak. No, but no, but soup. it's not like the porridge. Like you don't have to cut a piece of porridge off. You're not <laughs> ruining all of the porridge, right? It's like it's in a big container already, like a rotating spit of porridge. Right. <laughs> they probably also have like a big old thing back in the you know kitchen. I don't think it would have been that hard for them to be like fill up a small cup and be like. Here, yeah, that seems totally reasonable. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, how often do you have porridge? That's a risk. Does, I, don't, I don't think sense? I've ever had porridge. I know, but if you saw porridge, wouldn't you be like, I don't know, maybe. I'd say, please, sir, I want some more. Very good. More? That was good. Let's play out the scene. Keep going. Come on. Uh, that's all I know. What's okay. next in that scene? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where you're pointing. <laughs> I, have a, I have a formal complaint. 
You do? With broadcast. With broadcast. What's with this clickbait thumbnail bullshit <laughs> on the, the last on the spot? Who's oh. responsible? What? John. He made the thumbnail? He put my face in his shitty thumbnail? So, I- I clicked- I was like looking through the Rooster Teeth app and I don't really watch on the spot all that often unless it's like- Is it this know, one? Crazy cast. It's my big and, old and face! And I saw- I saw Gavin's face on the thumbnail, I was like, fuck, Gavin was on- on the spot? Like, I feel like they would have made a bigger ordeal out of that, and I clicked it and it wasn't, it was someone with a mask. And I was like, Gavin's gonna be pissed about that. That episode gets more views than the other ones, <laughs> then I'll be pissed. I'm sure it will. We did a- we made that joke in a RVV PSA. About like just sorry, broadcast something super quick in the show. Like I think um, boobs or something. Yeah, we had like a girl who was like in like lingerie, and it was for literally a frame. And it's funny because when you looked at the analytics for that episode, you could see that people went back to that exact second to see it, <laughs> and then that's what we put as the thumbnail, and it works. Because I remember being a regular viewer just back in the day. I would have watched anything regardless, but I remember watching that one and it's standing like it stood out in my mind because I was like, oh, that's bullshit. It's actually really good commentary on, you know, clickbait yeah, and thumbnails. But people like Gavin. Well, everyone said, man. That's you... a new shirt. <laughs> well, I remember thinking people like, like Gavin. I remember thinking like, oh look, oh look. <laughs> Gavin's shoulders in the background of this video. Let's obviously put him as a thumbnail. Everyone, and like title it Gavin. A load of people tweeted that to me and they're like, Are you pissed about this? And I was like, No. Wait, should I be? No. I don't think I am. And now you're not really. But <laughs> I'm just trying to get worked up about it. <laughs> Let me read I'm this. not in the damn episode, except for on a piece of Your paper. Your mask is. Uh, I'll remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by CISO. Comedy nerds rejoice. CISO has the comedy you crave with the debut season of Shrink, plus more from your favorite comedians, including Paul F. Tompkins, Dan Harmon, the McElroy brothers, Jonah Ray, UCB4, uh, and hilarious knee snap, knee snapping, knee slapping. They're not snapping your knee, they're slapping them. Knee slapping CISO original series. With CISO, you get unlimited access to CISO original series, next day, late night, hilarious stand-up specials, binge-worthy classics. They're critically acclaimed. I can't read anything. <laughs> read it for you? You want to read it for you? With CISO, you get unlimited access to CISO original series, next day, late night, hilarious stand up specials, binge worthy classics. They're critically acclaimed, new, half improved. <laughs> the exact same place. Can I read it? No. Mm. Get away. That's my job. Fuck. I was, I was, making, I was giving Barbara <laughs> shit the other day about how she couldn't read her ad. Now, this is the payback I get. So, is this going to be cut now? Yeah. So, we you can say whatever? Okay, no, no. Okay, here we go. With Don't. CISO, oh, I wasn't. <laughs> I really wasn't. With CISO, you get unlimited access to CISO original series, next day, late night, hilarious stand-up specials, binge-worthy classics, the critically acclaimed new half-improvised, half-scripted comedy series, Shrink, uh, the debut TV series from My Brother, My Brother, and <laughs> me, the McElroy brothers. <laughs> Man, that's a mouthful. Uh, an animated fantasy role-playing game starring Dan Harmon and hilarious famous comedian guests. CISO has that too. CISO is a new home for all your favorite comedy, Britcoms, stand-up specials, bingeable classics, and more, and it's all on demand and ad-free. Ready for the punchline? CISO is just $3.99 a month. No joke, that's $3.99 a month for all the comedy you want, anytime, anywhere, ad-free. Just go to seeso.com right now to sign up for one month free with promo code ROOSTERTEETH at checkout. That's CISO.com, spelled S-E-E-S-O.com, promo code Roosterteeth. CISO.com, promo code Roosterteeth. Thank you, CISO, and I'm sorry I messed up your ad read. No, you did it first time. Did it one take? I didn't see it messed up. <laughs> I also need to promote a product. What? I was given a t-shirt to wear uh, for this podcast, and they I was like, what size are you? I was like, oh, I'm a medium. They're like, well, could you wear a large? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. So I get it, and uh, take off my shirts, put this on, and I'm not exactly sure if that's this a lot of chest hair. Cut 
that um, I'm supposed to have. But you, I'm gonna do my part, and I'm gonna well, promote you, the shirt. You'll be able to tell by the sleeves. Like, are you asking if it's like a female cut shirt? It is very much. A That's a f- yep, yep. They, why, why did they get you the wrong shirt? Although, does it make me look more muscular? They it, told like me they were out of that. <laughs> they originally were like, yeah, that is "Can like you put a Blaine that on? shirt? Put it on Blaine. Can you wear that and see what happens? Yeah, I think you should slop it on. Uh, sponsored s- episode. We'll do it for the first members. First oh. members. Yeah, there, incentive. Whatever. They asked me to originally wear that, <laughs> and uh, I was like, nah, it doesn't really match my outfit. Glad, I'm, sweaty. glad I missed out on it, because it's a good shirt. I'm doing my part. What does this shit say? Boston. Wicked Awesome Boston Rooster Teeth. Wicked I like awesome. local, local, local Rooster Teeth shirts. Yeah. Do we have a London one being made? I assume so. Got a little bit of time on that still. Yeah. Not when much. is that? October? It's October. I forget the exact date. Let me look it up. Are you uh, going? Uh, I don't know. I don't think we have made those announcements yet. Good dodge. Did you see that? Going? Crafty. What? I don't think I'm going. I don't know oh. who's going either, so don't don't look at me. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, RTX London, October 14th and 15th. I'm good. Those tickets just went on sale. Right? I yeah. yeah. I I've been seeing people tweet was about it. Was it double? Double gold. Gold. And uh, first is on Wednesday, and then the public will be this Friday. How much is VIP? Let me look. I do not know off the top of my head. Gavin, if I went to London, VIP would you like hang out with me and show me all the London places? 350 pounds. But day passes are 27 pounds. 45 for the weekend. What is that? <laughs> What's going on? I, I mean, I didn't spend much time in London when oh, I was there. Okay. I didn't live in London. I used to work in like industrial London, but I never really was like hanging out by Big Ben and that. Is that where it's, people. It's just as new to me as it is to you. Oh, do okay. people have well, the Cockney accent? experience things together. Do they, do they really? Is that still really a thing? Yeah, Cockneys are real. They're not I, fictional. No, no, no. I just don't know if it was still like a oh, yeah. thing. Watch EastEnders. All right. I've never seen these tenders. I have an accent. Yeah, like, it's interesting to me the different You hate the UK, right? No, I like the UK. It grew on me the last, I feel like the last couple of times I went. I think the first couple of times you went and I met you there, when I was still in England, you were like, this place this place sucks. I did not have a good time my first couple of times there. I mean, I met you. A bunch of other things went wrong. What's wrong with it? Why do you hate Englanders? <laughs> they uh, sucked up everything in customs and then took the weekend off. Didn't yeah, they, one time. Yeah, uh, I had so we had uh, stuff in. we had nothing to sell at the booth, and we were there all weekend. That's the second time that happened to me, and that was at MC MCM. I bet you really stood out though. You should have done like a Star Wars, saw. and you should have sold pictures of the product as like a IOU. That was when we ran to the ice machine. And then oh, I tackled yeah. you in your hotel room. <laughs> and then we wrestled. <laughs> yeah. And I was fucking hungover getting on a plane the next day. Like, why the fuck am I, am I so sore? I went to the bathroom and <laughs> looked at myself. I was covered in welts. That was when I had to uh, take the underground to get out of London. And I had to get off at a random station to vomit. <laughs> and then kept <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to vomit before uh, at Heathrow before I got on the flight. I, so, I am never. So hungover. After, like, so I would come over to America and I, you know, getting involved with all these people, drinking and that. And then I'd go home and just stop doing that because there's no need to drink every day when you're living in England. But as soon as I'd meet up with someone from Rooster Teeth, it would be straight in the deep end. Like I'd meet up with Gus for the first time in like a year, and he would just get me absolutely <laughs> like ruined. Yeah, that's How what, old that, were you? So we did. Uh, for that one, that was I was probably like 22. Yeah, old enough. Shut old up. enough. <laughs> Super drunk in a while. Can you drink uh, when you're 18? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm like shag at 16. You can, you can shag much earlier. 
<laughs> well, legally? Yeah. That you, just... you just have to wait for your balls to drop. <laughs> <laughs> they Around like, 13, if right? you look, <laughs> they're there, let's go. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's just, you know, like, I need, do we have something to demonstrate? Sure. I'm, I'm sure no, you've got something out. to demonstrate right. with. Get Brandon a balloon. Or like a small... I need to close this. This is still weird. <laughs> well, you're a team player for still putting that on. Yeah, you know, I wanted to help. Do my part. And not anymore. What's... I feel awkward. <laughs> <laughs> sweater. Where's it from? Uh, I don't know. It was a, uh, it was a birthday present, but I, uh, I found it early. Because hmm. Paula ordered from Amazon, and the box was just sitting on our table for like... Week and I was like, well, I got to put this away. And she got mad at me. She's like, that was your birthday present. How can you open? I was like, it was sitting here for a week. Fair enough. That's my story. That's what being married's like. How do you have a package sitting around for a week unopened? I know that was yeah. my point. I was like, well, I'm gonna open this, dude. I I need to uh, I need to open mail this year at some point. Yeah, you should. What does that mean? Well, I decided that I don't like real paper mail. So I just don't open it, and I was going to see what, what would happen in my life if I just never open any mail. So since November, I haven't opened any that I've got. But I I'm, said, it's, I'm, it's like a deep worry now. There's like, probably there's some mail you need to take but, care but, of. But the more mail, the, the longer I leave it, the more nervous I am to open it. Just so, open it little by little. That would take me a long time. <laughs> so you haven't checked it in November? We sent out our, our, our SVPs for our wedding way before November. Did you? <laughs> I got that. I got it. It's just, was uh, that what convinced you? The, the, or the RCP? Like, <laughs> fuck it, I'm done with mail. Nothing good comes. I just, I'm, I'm now worried that I'm going to get arrested for like tax evasion or something because I didn't see a bill. Or that would pay suck. a bill somewhere. Or, or get like deported. Someone's going to come and repossess some of my furniture. But so far, nothing bad has happened. Yeah, so, I mean, that's how your credit gets fucked. I'm, I'm scared I'm going to get summoned for jury duty and I'm not going to see it. And it's weird. I mean, I'm, I've never had a jury duty summons. Like, how do they pick? You've never had one? No. Have you ever had one, uh, Blaine? Uh, I've always, when I was a student, so I've always been like, oh, sorry, got to mm. class. I've never had one either. That's weird. I had they one did... for like federal where I had to like drive to another town. Uh, but Is that where you're on a, a grand jury? Or? Uh, I don't remember the specific details, but it was like, it was when I first moved to Austin, when I first moved back to Austin, I hadn't updated my voter registration, so it was still registered mm. out on the border. So I got summoned to federal court out on the border. And oh. uh, it was like a three and a half hour drive away, so I drove there. On the date I was told to, got to the courthouse and they were like, "Oh yeah, we reschedule that. That's next week." That's insane. Oh, that's the worst. So I was like, "Can I, can I get out of it?" Like, because I drove three and a half hours to be here. Like, "Oh yeah, we'll just take your name off the list." Oh sweet. I was like, "Sweet." So I just went home. That's crazy. I'm in a good position because if I get summoned in England, I'm living abroad, and I won't get summoned here. So, hmm. job done. I, I feel like people worry about it too much. Like, since I've never, other than that one time, I've never had it. It's like so many people are always like, "Oh, you know," they dread it. There's a lot of things ba based on this situation I have where I'm not a resident, I'm not a permanent resident, and I'm not a citizen. I'm on a work visa. But it's very convenient when it comes to like getting into the country because anyone who's on an ESTA or a visa waiver, which is like tourism into the US, now uses those machines. And then you have to get a printout and thing. And any citizen and citizen of Canada and permanent residents also use that machine. To the point where the own and like certain visas also use that too. To the point where the only people who don't have to use the machine are people on like really obscure visas mm -hmm. like mine. So when I get off a plane into the US, everyone like gets in a huge line for all those machines. 
and I just go straight to a person. I'm always like the, the only person in the world. Aren't, aren't you? Are you listed as like an outstanding alien or an extraordinary alien or something like that? Yeah. Well, yeah. On my <laughs> that is the class. That's no. That's what Alana is too. Because yeah. she was like, oh, not, I'm an alien. And uh. there's not many of those people on a flight. Typically, yeah. maybe a few, couple. But, so I'm just like straight through. I'm always like first through customs, even though I'm not a citizen or a permanent resident. Have you ever seen a long line though at the Austin airport? Because we went through International once, and it was like. No, I don't really go through Austin. Oh, it's wonderful. I go through Dallas. And yeah. it's nice because in Houston, they separate Paula and I, even though she has a green card. I was just like, goodbye. I hope I see you again. <laughs> but in Austin, they're like super nice, super chill. There's like no lines because they have so many. Because it's you a can, brand new customs. It just mm -hmm. opened like a but year ago. But you can stay ago. with her, can't you? No, like, not in Houston. Whenever I go to England with, with Meg, instead of me going through the automated gate where you just put your password in and the door opens, I just go in her line. And they did, they're okay with it. Oh, no. And then they you have to separate. Out. When when I was uh, growing up, my father was in law enforcement, so we had uh, he had like a radio in our house, so he could listen in case anybody was was calling him and he you know wasn't out. And uh, you'd occasionally hear you know other other chatter on it. And one time, a friend of mine was hanging out at my house. We must have been like eleven or so. Oh, and shit. Some chatter goes on on the radio, and uh, law enforcement's talking about sighting of illegal aliens. My friend like gets this <laughs> amazing look on his face and turns to me and goes. Aliens are real? <laughs> I was like, no, you idiot. It's illegal aliens. It's people crossing into the country illegally. Yeah. It's it's kind of when I was like going through my visa process, there's a lot of paperwork and you it's like a contract where you see yourself referred to as something and not your name. And it's just like you're just referred to as the alien. Yeah. Like, this is <laughs> Are you closer to getting a green card? Because they're gonna try to crack down on all the work visas. I feel like yeah. also I mean, I assume I'm screwed. But it's outside. like a homeowner. I mean, shouldn't okay. you like you have stake, like you have Property. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I can live on it. <laughs> so weird. I actually, uh, I was telling you this, and I'm not going to say specific locations, but I was between two locations, and Gavin's house happened to be between the two places. So I was walking, and I realized I was about to pass in front of Gavin's house, and I was like, oh, fuck. Like, what if he sees me? And I started getting like all <laughs> like nervous. Like, I'm always and looking stuff. out the front window. Yeah, I didn't know. Like, it, it would just be my luck that you would pull up with Meg or something like that. So I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. So, like, I almost texted him and be like, hey, I'm walking by your house, but don't make it weird in case I see you. And I was like, well, I mean, I haven't hung out with Gavin in a while, and I don't know if he's going to think that's funny or if I'm being weird or not. So, like, I, did, I just had this, like, horrible thing happen where see, I didn't See, this know is what, what I'm do. talking about. The worst case scenario there is that I see you. So what? Yeah, what's I going on in your friends, head? Brent. I thought oh, it was going to be Brent. <laughs> wow! We're good friends, Brent. Uh, Blaine? Uh, I got it something. But, oh, good. No, I'm just saying, like, what would be the issue if I I, I don't know. It's just been weird, because I don't know. It's you, weird you because you make it weird. Yeah, I dodged the street altogether. You, I just like, took the long way. If I saw you, I'd probably swing the door open and be like, oh, and then close it again. What's weird about that? With the dick That's out? actually pretty weird. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd have my dick out. That's not as weird as what he did, though. <laughs> like, you took it to a weird place. But then I would have been like, ah, he saw me. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. He just thinks I want to hang out or something. So what? What the I, hell's I, wrong with you? I don't know. I had something kind of similar. Uh, I like the neighborhood that Gavin lives in. And I was over there and I saw that there was a house for rent near his, like on the same street. And I was like, man, that'd be really cool to see. But then, I mean, Gavin, I, if, I, if I moved in near him, he might just be like, what's, why is that? Or is, the it, deal, is it going to be awkward that we never hang out even though we're like right next to each other? Or is he going to be like, why did you... Are you infringing? I just, I didn't, I just wasn't comfortable doing it. Because so, of that? Yeah, I thought you'd get weirded out, or you no! guys would be like, why is he doing that? No, who cares? I live actually like six doors down from someone who works here. Really? Yeah. What if I moved in next to you? Would be like total bros, right? 
You could build like, a little honestly, walkway connecting your houses. Planes, I would be fine with it. Because yeah. who cares? I, I don't, don't see my neighbors. I would barely see you, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't would know. run from his car to the front door. There's the incentive gone. And I, I could borrow sugar and stuff. Never oh, yeah. use sugar, but I might borrow some if oh, you Oh, that'd be cool. Them. Yeah. Do you have sugar? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I might not. It's high in carbs. I ran into uh, one of my neighbors at the grocery store yesterday. I thought it was really weird. Like, I feel like I never see my neighbor. And then he literally got in line behind me at the grocery store. So I was like, t putting my groceries on the little belt, and I looked like, what are, what, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm buying this. I'm like, oh. And it was like that really <laughs> awkward moment you're talking about. I was like, well, I'm going to go back to buying my stuff now. <laughs> so I'm going to turn and, uh, and keep making my purchase. And then you pass them again later on, and it's like still weird. And I got my bag and started running. Got to get back to the car. <laughs> got to get back before he does so we don't pull in at the same time. I, you just leave all your stuff there. <laughs> I have this really bad habit of running into ex-girlfriends and stuff like that, like on the street. When like Austin's a small a city, bad habit. That's bad luck. Bad luck. It's, it's it's a small city, but it's it's still too big that that should happen as frequently as it does for me. But then a weird one happened where I was at Frank with Alana, and we're sitting there, and I look behind her. I'm talking to her, and I look behind her, and they have all these Polaroid pictures, and there's a fucking Polaroid. Of a girl that I used to date, and I was like, "What are the chances?" Like it was so weird. So I was like, every time I was talking to her, the other person was staring at me as well. It's really weird. It's a real experience. Did that like affect the conversation anyway? I got kind of distracted and was like, "This is kind of a funny moment, but I should definitely definitely tell her." So yeah. So you brought it up? Yeah. I was like, yeah. <clears throat> you know. I feel like it's just never a good idea to talk about any ex in any capacity. Well, I also with, had a, with a current person you're with. Like, I also had you? a weird experience too, where I my parents were in town. They did a surprise visit, and they're like, "Hey, we're at uh, you know Drury Hotel or something like that." I was like, oh, "Okay, I think I know where that is." So I typed into my maps, and I got there, and I was like, "I've been to this hotel for sex before." <laughs> <laughs> and I go to their room, and I was like, "The room that I had sex in was like two doors down." <laughs> you remember the room you boned in? I mean, you know, like roughly, like floor and location. Oh, I thought like, you meant roughly. I I knew about whereabouts it was. Well, okay. in your furniture and your significant other's furniture, you've had for a while, you know, so you know that they've had sex and you've had sex with other people on this furniture. I mean, it's weird, too. We get yeah. past it. What's your favorite furniture to have sex on, Brandon? Uh, I got a new mattress, though. Not the case. The table. You got a new mattress? The table? Sleep number. Yeah, it's exciting. Oh. Okay. Wait, you shagged on a table? That's his no, favorite hoist. furniture to shag on. Is it one of yeah, those tables where the occasion. thing comes up for like putting bowls on and eat it? No, no. Actually, it has a lazy Susan, so I can just like <laughs> spin her around. No, but it's like table, She's like, like you like spinning around. You know, it's like in it's the mouth in the <laughs> Too much. No, or like at the good. end, at the end you finish. So it's just like shh, and it's like being wrapped up. <laughs> like Spider-Man. You like finish on the lazy Susan in like a spiral. No, we don't really do. I don't actually have a laser Susan. A laser, the, I, a laser, laser season. season. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, but no, it's <laughs> just it, it's 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 from a standpoint of it it the actual mechanics of it are are a lot easier. But you don't do it all the time. It's your table. You eat on that. Just just your favorite. All right. Well, well wait. Why is no one else going to answer this question? <laughs> well, like, I was asking you because I figured you had the weirdest answer. And, what's your answer? Um, uh, a bed. That's the weirdest place. No, no. I said favorite your, place. your favorite place. Oh, yeah. Okay. You. Bed. Yeah, I'm boring. 
No, I when? mean, I, that's what we mostly, but I'm just saying, you know. It's, it's my favorite. Special, like, all right. My bed. Like, I've done vehicles. I used to exclusively only do vehicles because of my living situation. It's horrible. Yeah, it's the fucking worst. Did so you have, like, like a, a van with a mattress in the back of it? No, I had a Chevy HHR, which was, like, a hatchback car, and it was the fucking worst. Ugh. I have a two-door coupe. I don't think I've tried it in my Jeep because my Jeep is just, like, the smallest little. Nah, that'd be a good place to do it. Because the, the shocks, a Jeep rocks. And see, do you go in the front seat, like the passenger front seat, or in the back seat? No, because like I don't have any window tinting on my front seat, so it would just be like the whole world could see inside. But my back seat is like super tinted. Well, where do you drive to to do this? Oh, uh, last time I had sex in a car was at Zilker Park. Yeah, is that like right? Is it Zilker near the bridge? What time was this? Like what date? Um, I think it was about why a bridge is 10... always involved. PM on probably like a Saturday or Sunday. No, like what day? Like like was this last year? Was it? Oh no no no! This ago? is like a this is during college. Are you worried that you were there at the same time, also having sex with someone? <laughs> no, I'm just curious. <laughs> like Brandon, Brandon was a jogger. He walked running by. He's like, oh shit, that's Blaine's car. Is there like, a... Should I text him? It was right before my internship at <laughs> Is there any like large dogging community in Austin? Dogging community. Dogging. What does that what, mean? What is that? It's where you like go and watch people bang in cars. Oh, no. uh, those are cucks. Cucks. Yeah. What? Really? That's a thing, isn't it? I mean, I'm not. I'm not crazy. Here, no, right? I think they're called that, cucks. That's when someone else has sex with the person you're with. Right, but I think they're. I think an he's talking about just people just watching strangers. Watch. Are the strangers like in on it? Like the strangers like it? I mean, I've I've never been a dogger. Why are you Why are you curious? You're trying to get into that. I was, break worried, into that no, I was worried. I was wondering if anyone was watching you, in the. Oh. In Zilka. I don't know. Could you have sex with somebody watching? No. No. No, I'd be t I'd be self conscious. I I would just be like uh, that's why I'd never do like any form of sex tape or anything. I, I just think I could, yeah, I the sex it. tape thing no, because I don't want a record of me having sex. But I could probably do it in front of somebody else. Yeah, but would you try to make sure that that you always had the best angle going their way? I would want the person to see the other person that I'm with because I just this is all you don't want to. How are they? How are they not going to see you? How are they only going to see that person? You know, I just like I hide behind the other person. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> And if they try and walk like, around, it's, it's like Lord of the Rings. You do like forced perspective stuff. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if they try and walk around to a different angle, you could be on a lazy Susan. And <laughs> on turn. All right, we got to wrap this up. Uh, well, thank everyone for watching. Uh, we'll see you guys next. Oh yeah, stay tuned uh, for our interview with uh, Ella Darling, where we talk about VR porn. Should be. <laughs> it, it's very interesting. It's very fitting for this episode. What does this podcast become? All right. Thanks for watching, guys. Bye. Welcome to this supplemental portion of the Rooster podcast. Uh, we have a special guest with us, uh, Ella Darling. Hi. And uh, we've got like these two schlubs also. <laughs> Hi. Brandon and Chris, and I'm Gus. Um, so Ella's in town for South by Southwest uh, to talk about VR porn. And it's, uh, it's a field that you've been kind of pioneering. 
a little bit. Yeah. Do you want to talk about um, what got you what got you interested in the using VR for this type of application? So the first time I ever tried an Oculus Rift, immediately I wanted to watch porn with it, and I knew that this was going to be really really good for porn. Um, Basically, when I try new technology, I have two questions. how can I fuck with it or how can people watch me fuck with it? <laughs> so it was pretty clear application here. Um, so I, uh, I, yeah, I got into it about three years ago. Um, I was super excited about it. I wanted to do VR porn, but I didn't really have the tech background for it. So I found uh, the person who's now my business partner on Reddit. And um, he flew me out to the East Coast to do our first ever shoot. And it was a 180 degree 3D like solo porn. And um, it was really cool. It was a really great video and it just felt so compelling and it felt like it felt like you were really connecting with this person in front of you um and so it's really cool so it's a lot more it seems like you would have to direct your attention a lot more to camera since you're performing at camera in that case in that instance absolutely the camera is basically your scene partner um and so for some porn that people shoot they'll actually put the camera on the person's head um and so it's like a first person pov shot uh, but yeah, so it's really cool. I did uh, 180 3D porn. I did 360 3D porn. We made the first ever VR porn holograms. Then we used that technology to make a dating simulator so you can date me in virtual reality. I'm a really tough date, it turns out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that was really cool and really like we really liked that experience. Um, because it felt like you were really talking to a real person. I hope there's like a quick save and a quick load. It's like, <laughs> oh, I fucked up. Load, <laughs> load the previous save. Well, yeah. I mean, it was sort of like a, a social learning experience uh, and also kind of sexy. But um, so the next step was obviously to make it so that you could actually talk to a real person. And so we launched the first ever live webcam platform in virtual reality, which is now called Cam4VR. And it's really fun. And yeah, so that's what we do. I'm the world's first VR cam girl. And uh I could talk about VR porn all day long. I, uh, I'll admit I did. Uh, I did some research uh, oh, yeah. on the on the on the Cam4 website, checking out the 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 uh, the 360 camming. Yeah, totally. The just the the camming, the 360. Yeah, brand. the technology yeah. behind just, it. Yeah. Just yeah, just for it, it was for, for work. business. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like like it's an unusual thing. I'm glad you know we have we work where we work. It's like that's fine. Like I was working <laughs> doing this, and it's like there's no one's gonna come. Yeah, I uh, do a lot of business door. research too. <laughs> <laughs> for diff- I mean, I've been wor- I've been I've been studying up for years. <laughs> so, I mean, the the big question for me, like always, like you know, in 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 watching uh, some of the some of this production, is always like, what's the compelling reason to do this kind of thing in VR? Because it seems like lots of times, you know, you have a very limited window that you're interested in, and mm-hmm. a very big window that's maybe not necessarily interesting. Right. So we actually take that into consideration with uh, with the tech that we created. So we make our own camera, and we make our own software that broadcasts uh, using the camera. So essentially, we take a static 360 photosphere, like a photo capture of the space, and then we broadcast a small portion on top of that. Because you're right, like really, you don't care what's going on with my closet. Nothing's going to change back there. So why waste bandwidth broadcasting? Mm-hmm. that. So um so yeah, I think when it comes to virtual reality experiences it's really important to have a reason to do it in VR. Like don't just throw the technology at something because why not? Um and so with VR adult experiences, it feels really it feels like you're genuinely sharing this lived experience with someone. And with the live cam, it's it gives you the sense of connection that you just don't really see in traditional camming. Mm-hmm. Um there was this one guy who, he came to like two or three of my cam shows. I used to do weekly cam shows, just 
themed stuff, you know, butt stuff or electro stuff or whatever. And so one day um, I sort of had to reschedule. So I only had one person at the show and it was this guy and it was like, okay, cool. You get a free show today. What do you want? And all he wanted was to just talk about his uh, his feelings, basically, like his girlfriend had just broken up with him. Mm-hmm. He felt really lonely and he wanted to be someplace where he felt safe with someone he felt he could trust. And for him, after talking to me like twice in like a sex VR show, he felt that connection mm-hmm. and that you see that sometimes with cam experiences, with cam relationships. But with virtual reality, it's just so accelerated and it happens so much more rapidly um, I feel like know. I used to hear stories like that like a long time ago, you know, when uh, when phone sex lines were still a thing. Like you would hear uh, stories from workers uh, on those lines who would say that a good number of calls were from men who just like needed someone to talk to or needed someone to unload uh, the, like whatever emotional baggage they had. Absolutely. With. And, uh, and, you know, before I guess like phone was the best way to have a connection with someone, but this way is even... Like it's like the next level of that. Yeah, exactly. Um, another thing I've noticed in VR is that people are nicer. People just treat you nicer. They don't harass you the same way that people sometimes do on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because when you're in my VR cam show, you feel like you're actually in my home with me. You mm-hmm. feel like you're actually standing at the foot of my bed, and you don't give someone shit in their own house. You know, like <laughs> they just they're nice to you. Well, you're also. I mean, when you're when as a viewer. You know, you would become a you're a real person then like when it's, you know, that kind of immersive when it's that immersive, you're not just a flat static image. Exactly. Um, And one of the things I really like about the immersive quality of VR is that when I'm camming, I know that everything they see is something I constructed for them to to see, to view. Uh, My room is decorated in a way that sort of conveys a sense of my personality. Um, They everything that they see is just something that I've created for them and they're not on their phones well, unless they're on the Gear VR, then they are on their phones. But um, they're not checking their email. They're not distracted with other stuff. They're just completely immersed in in this experience I've created for them. And camming is so much more fun when you when you're in that in that place. Mm-hmm. You talked about like having this dating simulator or like mm-hmm. having this way like other levels of interactivity that yes. you know normally aren't available. You know, what do you think about like the idea of like next steps where? Uh, like let's say me as a viewer, I could be like, well, like I'm really into furries right now. Like yeah. I could reskin you as a furry, reskin me as a furry, <laughs> or like, oh, I really want more of a, a hentai thing. You know, let's mm-hmm. do like a cell shaded effect or or cartoons. Like you think, how far do you think like that level of interactivity or customization is away? Well, it's definitely here. I mean, you can create your own custom avatars in various VR apps, and there are computer generated VR porn experiences. Um, but I think. For me, when I try those experiences, I just can't get past the uncanny valley, the mm-hmm. the idea that like this is not really a real person and I'm kind of just jerking off to a cartoon right now, which is fine sometimes, but not necessarily it's my not thing. judge. Hey, no, <laughs> absolutely not. This is a safe place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so like I, I wonder about like how difficult some of this is. So like obviously we're talking about different things here, right? Like you talk about a camming experience, you're talking about a dating simulator, you talk about, you know, um, traditionally produced porn, you know, when you're when you're dealing with all of this, it seems like there's a lot more that can go wrong and a lot more difficulty. Like I remember I read when you talked about doing the first um, uh, VR porn that you talked about a little mm-hmm. earlier, you said that the guys just kind of left you in the room and said, okay, now make <laughs> porn, you know, it, yes. like how difficult is it to, to deal with this since like it's an evolving technology and it's new? Yeah, so uh, I think it necessitates a certain 
like better level of uh, performance and self-direction. And it sort of raises the bar for performers, which I think is kind of a good thing. Um, it is tougher. It's especially if you're the person wearing the camera. Like if you're the guy in that scenario, you can't use your hands. You can't make noises. You can't talk. You like every all of those things break the immersion for the viewer. So I know for guys or whomever is wearing the, the camera um, when you shoot that way, it can be really, really difficult, especially it's already kind of hard, I imagine, keeping wood on set because you've got people watching you and mm -hmm. it's sort of uncomfortable and, you know. I'm doing okay right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like. I'm brag. <laughs> you got a career ahead of you. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, so it's it just. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it can be really difficult in that sense. But I, I don't know, like, I have more fun with it. You have to really be the persona you've you've created for yourself. You have to be the most version of that possible. Mm -hmm. If you're talking to somebody who hasn't ever experienced it at home, but, you know, likes porn, but they obviously don't know what they're missing because they, they've never tried something like this, what would you say is the thing that they should consider? Like, you, you really don't know, but this is really why you would like it. Like, this is why your current experience, like, is just losing so much. I would say traditional porn compared to VR porn is, like, a Polaroid compared to an IMAX experience. It's just vastly, vastly different. It's so awesome. Um, it makes you feel a real sense of connection with the person you're watching. It makes you feel like you're actually living that experience instead of just watching it. Um, yeah. So, have, have, sorry, like, I, Chris, you couldn't see it, but Chris <laughs> raised his hand to ask a question. Uh, <laughs> yes, dear? Well, has there ever been an issue where people have gotten too like personal or too connected because of that experience where you feel like oh you know like you need to st take a step back um not really not that i can recall right now but people do that all the time the having it, yeah yeah i mean i've had literally someone take a photograph of my back outside of my apartment building and then send it to me like oh hey now i know where you live oh what that's that cool thanks for that kind of creepy yeah moving now Brandon, you should stop. No. <laughs> Don't judge me. So I thought you'd find it funny. I, I wish I thought about this a little earlier when we were talking about like reskinning and you know different types of experiences. But I think it would be ideal if in the future I could change what the male performer's penis looks like to more closely match. <laughs> yeah, like, you could you could toggle like circumcised, uncircumcised, left leaner, right leaner. You know. Uh, that way you're like, yeah, that's 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 it, that's right? About right? Yeah, yeah. Like going through like character customization and can MMO. I, it's like you're yeah. going through all the different attributes. Can I make it angrier? <laughs> <laughs> um, so intellect up, yeah. <laughs> up. Um, so our experience doesn't actually have like an avatar. Like when, when you look down, you don't have a body there, and I don't want that to. I don't want there to be a body there mm. until it can be absolutely customizable. I want people to be able to make a VR representation of themselves and have that be the thing that represents them because if you use a perform if you put in whatever body you put in is going to end up being ex exclusionary you know if it's a male body then when women watch the experience they're going to be like oh i have a dick now this is different um and i don't want anyone to feel like this isn't a product for them you know once we can represent different body types different genders different racial backgrounds just everything then I'll feel like it's something that I would want to include. But until it's absolutely inclusive, I don't really want to put it in my experience. Are, are, are there any particular things that you've done to take advantage of, I mean, besides what you mentioned, like to take advantage of the format? Like I could see something where it's, oh, well, this would be a really cool thing to have like a threesome type thing where it's like, oh, you can, there's like people looking back and forth and 
Yes. You know, stuff like that. Um, I shot so when I was when I was shooting 360, I shot like a sort of threesome scene, and it was pretty cool. But um, I just feel like the most compelling part of VR is the personal intimacy, and so um, I don't know. I think pretty soon on Cam Four, we're gonna ha start having some some threesome shows. Yeah. You should like mess with people first. Just like <laughs> put it in like behind them, and don't tell them. So if they like just kind of look behind, like for whatever reason, all of a sudden they see that there's actually people having sex in the back <laughs> of the room. Like your very subtle audio cues coming from yeah. behind you to, to, to key you in. Like, cause to me in a VR experience, that would be the coolest porn scene, like a like a like a weird orgy, mm -hmm. right? Like a eyes wide shut type thing. Mm -hmm. Like you're just kind of like, oh, this is a very nice tea party. <laughs> and then like slowly, and as you're looking around, like things are getting like crazier and crazier. So, um, but I guess like as maybe stuff like this keeps getting more popular, more money will be put into it and you might have sex orgy tea party. <laughs> so you talked also about how, you know, you wanted the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ignore Brandon for a second. You talked about also how you wanted, uh, you know, it to be really inclusive with lots of customization. Right. It would be interesting if we reach a point where along with VR headsets, you can also purchase at-home body scanners. So you can like scan in yourself into VR and then it's like, then do you become worried? Like, like people are worried about, you know, people stealing nudes off of their phone. Then it's like you're worried about, oh shit, they stole my, they stole my body scan. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're going to have me doing things I don't want. Just download your copy from the airport. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Um, I kind of did that. So the holographic technology was sort of doing like a body scan. We used a um, a time of flight depth camera, which is a really fancy way of saying uh, Microsoft Connect, and uh, <laughs> basically just captured like the performer's body in space. So I would designate the capture space on three axes, and so everything in that space would be captured. So we kind of did a body scan, sort of. Interesting. Yeah, I'd like to see it become you know widely available where yeah. anyone like at home you just buy a device and it's just it's just something that's plugged into your computer and you can use it whenever you can scan you know whatever it doesn't necessarily have to be people but yeah. if you want a 3D model of something like I feel like that's one of the big barriers right now with VR it's like I wish there was an easier way to represent everyday things like if I wanted to make something like if I wanted this cup in there just yeah. to be able to scan it um, the big concern I have like when I think about VR porn uh, as a guy is what about the mess? Like, since you uh, you have a headset on, you know, you, you got to be really careful with uh, where you're aiming. Otherwise, you could, uh, I don't know, get your keyboard messed up or, right. or electrocuted. Yeah. How do I explain this to Amazon's return <laughs> customer service? There is um, no danger of getting hit in the eye, though. That's true. <laughs> you are you are protected from that. Yeah. So there is a device called Kiru, which sort of takes a, a flashlight style sleeve. Hold on, what's it called? I want to look it up. <laughs> K-I-I-R-O-O. -O. And we support it at Cam4. Um, but no, so you have this device and um, basically it syncs up with whatever the performer is doing. Um, you can find porn that is synced up to the Kiru. So like whatever is happening to the performer's dick now happens to your dick. Um, what? And yeah, yeah. So it's, this, it's like a reciprocal device. You're kind of blowing my mind here. <laughs> yeah. It's not just your mind. Okay. <laughs> Bad choice of words. <laughs> K-I-R-O-O. Um, -I, -R -I, -R um, yeah, I see it right here. Yeah, and so in that case, you just jizz into the little sleeve and then you clean that up afterwards. So. No, that's perfect. Yeah. So, so it, it, it's like you just put it on, right? Yes. And then as things are happening in the thing, it, it starts like... Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Hopefully it's not making that noise. 
Um, so like yeah it sort of vibrates in like uh i I don't have a penis so i can't really describe it because i've never really used it (laughs) but um we'll give our performers like these uh dildo devices and so whatever the girl does that dildo is reciprocated in the stroker so it's really cool we live in the future yeah so i can give you a virtual hand job i mean could that that was awkward i'll yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that, that's amazing. I, I didn't even think about that. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not nearly wor- I'm not worried about the mess anymore. There you that's go. Crazy. Um, uh, I love that that was your concern. That, that, that's <laughs> always like, oh, you got to worry about like, where's it going to go? Are you going to ruin your keyboard? Oh that's yeah, cool. yeah. Like that. That's wow. That's. Like, <laughs> that's I think you we, took Brandon's words away. Yeah. No, but we <laughs> joke about like, oh, virtual reality sex. That has to be it. Yeah, like have we? We're the, it seems like we're there now. Yeah, I was just saying like, oh, we should get one for the office. I'm like, no, it's not <laughs> no, no. Share. Let's, <laughs> let's not do that. You can get one for yourself, Chris. <laughs> um, so how did you know? How did you come around to discovering VR? Like, did you have like a background in uh, gaming or anything? Um, I've always really been into new technology. Um, I go to E3 every year, so I tried at E3, and I was really psyched about it. <clears throat> and um, and yeah. Just from the first time I tried it, it was like, this is going to be awesome for porn. And I think two of the biggest experiences <clears throat> in virtual reality are porn and like social VR. So it kind of combined the two. Yeah, I, w- uh, I was, what was I watching? I was, wa- I think I was watching Dota 2 in VR uh, a few months ago. And when you're watching uh, people play this game in VR, your microphone and your headset is turned on. So people, you can talk with other people who are observing in VR. And I know I was in the lobby I was trying to figure out which game I was going to watch and uh, an avatar spawned behind me and I heard a woman's voice, you know, talking like, oh, wow, this is crazy. And I could see every headset in the room <laughs> turned and they all started saying, oh, my God, it's a girl. There's a girl in here. So, and then, oh, uh, you know, she wasn't harassed or anything, but I think everyone was just shocked and like it was just bizarre to see all these disembodied headsets just turn. <laughs> I wonder what that was like for her. She'd be like, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I think she was shocked. She didn't realize that her mic was on and that people could hear her. She's oh. like, oh, can you all hear me? Like, you see all the headsets just nodding. Yes. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a digital horror film. Yeah, it was, it was totally like something out of a horror film. Um, our next version of the camera that we're going to be putting onto the site is going to have voice-to-voice compatibility. So when you log into like a private show, um, you can speak directly to the performer and she'll hear you and talk right back. Nice. It's fucking amazing. I we're- love it. We're totally in the future. Yeah. Uh, I want to mention that you do. You are here for South by Southwest. Yes, and you have I a am. panel. It looks like it's uh, Friday from 2 to 3. Thursday. 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 Okay. It's on Thursday. Uh, is it at the Hilton? That's a great question. Okay. I'm we'll, not really sure. We'll find I out. find out. Uh, I believe the, the panel is called VR Porn. Future is upon us. What's next? Uh, if you're in town for South by Southwest, you should definitely check it out. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. It was it was really cool. I'm glad I learned about some new devices today. <laughs> thanks, yeah. guys. You got some more research ahead of you. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I failed in my research leading up to this. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching, everybody.